Welcome back into another episode of Boys and Lotter Podcast. My name is Ashe Sanchez with Smart Sanchez and Owen Burke. Um, episode 16. Why ain't do it right? Um, damn. Next week, the 15th? Yeah, something like that. Tuesday. Uh, I get back. Damn, bro. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Professionalism. What you know about me? I forgot about that. This one was just a little different. Well, a week of BDL in a week. A year, a year. BDL in a week? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like I said, a week of BDL. Yeah, we had plenty of weeks. <sighs> it's crazy. 52 weeks, man. I was doing the show. I was up till 4 o'clock last night. I didn't even the show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Literally, seriously, I really was. And it was amazing, like the thousands of listeners and just like the states and like the country. You guys will listen to what's streaming out now, Monday, Tuesday, Bullpen Bros, Wednesday, One of One by me, Thursday, The Owen Show, and today, BBL. Yeah. There's your week slate. Next week will be what streaming bullpen bros, the mansion. Oh, and showing BDL again. We'll try to get two BDOs. I said we'll do two shows. We're gonna have to get that in. Nick, the the one for the fifteenth might be just like a the little thirty minute little, little something like that. Little, something like that. But yeah, we'll get that into you. Um, everybody got some big plans coming up. Samar got some big plans. Samar, what you got going on this weekend, bro? To the people. Um. Oh yeah. Be on the back of the shit. I mean, shit. It's a sixteen-hour. What flight, movie did so. you watch? Is it a sixteen-hour uh, flight? It was no, no, not right. No, not the trip I'm taking. The trip to Europe. I went. What's the trip that you're taking? What's the like two that? hours, three, maybe three. Two? Yeah, it's not that far. I'm going from Orlando. Where you flying to? Puerto Rico. Well, like from Orlando. So you go to Orlando and then to Puerto Rico? Yeah. I go to Orlando next week. That's crazy. Fine. The but best analogy. Yeah, that's exciting, man. You're gonna get lit. Come back with a year. Record that shit. And then you Damn bro, I gotta rotate. talk to ten thousand people where all shit went crazy. Ebro's yeah. gonna be there. So I'm gonna put my feet ten thousand granules into the sand, boy. Crazy. I come back and then it'll be a week for my birthday. Be too fun. Yeah. My man Smart can have some fun this week. That's good though. You deserve it. Alright, man. Let's get into it. So, um, Najay told me that we were forgetting something. So, our Najah, Nana, <laughs> um, we, were, we, we totally forgot about the little things. So, I'm going to start with Sam and then Owen. Uh, what's the little things, man? What, what y'all got going on? Like, what's the little stuff that you've been taking to get better every day? Nothing um, the same thing. Give me something new. So, ass recently. I gotta get my sleep schedule. <laughs> like, I just... I've been getting, like, four or five hours of sleep. Boy, the Just... It's not enough, bro. I mean, just dead the whole day. 
Well, like, I gotta get that shit. It's not even a sleep schedule. It's just like I just gotta you go to bed. Water. I have a question. Hmm. So, like, I was around my nephew for a little bit, and I just noticed like my nerves are bad. Like, it was just pitching my nerves. Like, it's just like the slightest, like the crying. Does it like bother you sometimes? Or yes. Is it ever like irritating? Yeah, yes. And it's, I was I was in charge of him all day Monday. So like usually. The morning was cool. Like I got up like eight thirty or so, and he was fine. He got hungry around like eight eight thirty, something like right as I got him, basically. So I fed him, and then like he kind of went to sleep and just took a nap on the bed. So I was like, I'm just fucking play two K, just chilling. It's like two twelve thirty one rolls around. He woke up and he was hungry again. So I feed him, and he was just. Baby, away from me! I was like, God damn! Morgan just will not calm down at all. So, like, yeah. When is his year? What do you mean? Like, when will it be a year? Next, this November. We still got a ways to go. He's two months. He's. Wait till I'm terrible, dude. It's it's crazy that it's still that far away. I'd be like, that's just gonna happen right now. Motherfucker, you're not even three months in yet. Dylan turns two in April. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker's devious, bro. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> I was I was talking to my sister. I asked about this why I talked about it on the podcast. But she said it was cool. And um he's just like he loves it like he's really like aggressive. Mm-hmm. So we think that he's gonna play football when he gets older. And um I always told him he's built like Michael Turner. So like that's not good. So they, they put him in the class like they put him in like the he's with the three year olds and four year olds now, and they said that he be in there just bullying people. Bro. <laughs> she started eating her shit. Like, her. I was like you gotta stop, bro. Or like he does that thing where like. I was watching him for a while, and I was getting pissed off because I would be like, bro, like, listen, he, he's learned his no. I think I saw this last show, but he's learned to say no, <laughs> and I hate it because he uses it for every everything now. So he will be talking, and he'll be like, no, and I'll be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you're not going to tell me no. And that's when I learned. I, like, I had to think a couple minutes, I'd be like, I'm not ready to be a dad yet. Nah, you got to, you have to take a moment, like, when I start to feel frustrated, like, and I, f- I mean, you feel like an asshole, but there's nothing else you can do. Like, sometimes you just got to get up and walk out the room and, like, just get out of earshot to where you can't hear him for a minute so you can try to calm down because, like, he, he's, there's, I don't know if it's advanced or if it's just all babies can do it. Like, he understands your tone of voice. Like, if you were to, like, if you snap at him, he fucking, he starts crying immediately. Like, so it would be like, hey, like, trying to get him to stop crying and he looks at me for a sec and he immediately just starts crying even louder like so he he picks up on tones like but you just gotta step he's away gonna be like you mean you grow up what do you mean he gonna be like you emotion wise oh probably like uh he doesn't cry around other babies you were, you were like younger like six or nine like were you a softy like if niggas yelled at you or like said something new you like I don't know um this stuff. Six, 
I wouldn't say like I I don't remember like being so I didn't really get yelled at that much to be honest. So I was I stayed out of trouble. I stayed <laughs> no, out of trouble. Real facts. I stayed out of trouble around the house more often than not. It was just shit with my sister that I would get in trouble for. But like as a kid, like my mom used to tell me that like anytime I'd be in a room and one of my cousins like another baby started crying, just any baby started crying, I would start crying too. Like I would really? just yeah. And he doesn't do that because he's been around other crying kids and he doesn't cry at all. But so I don't, that motherfucker looks like I don't. Obviously, I have no recollection of what I looked like as a kid. But I'd be looking at him. I'd be like. You look so much like me, bro. Like, well, you said this bitch when we talking about Cena. I was like, bro, he looks just like Owen. Bro, like, I'd be looking at him and be like, this motherfucker looks just like me. Like, I know what the fuck I look like. That shit's crazy. I feel like, like it's going to happen with me and Sam, too, when the time comes. Like, mm-hmm. with, I was like, well, actually, with probably Samari more than me. I feel like Samari got that side of my dad where the, the genes are more dominating. Because I don't think I look like my dad, but... Yeah. Yeah, bro. Motherfucker look just like me. He got the head. That's a head. He got the neck control, too, already two months in. He is is bobbing that motherfucker. Is it cool, though? Like, is it cool, like, watching him, like, grow up and, like. Yeah. It is. He's starting to smile more now. You can you can pull a smile out of him, or he's starting to react to you more often. Uh, how is it with like? How is like the difference like being around mommy and daddy, and then going to grandma and grandpa? Which mean like how he is around us he, versus them? There's not really too much of a difference there yet. I think he'll get a little bit older and he starts recognizing, like, this person's different from this person, then it might be a little bit different, but he ain't got there yet, so. It's crazy, because it just, like, like, you get out of high school, especially once you get out of college, like, life just picks up. You're like, damn, I'm 23 years old. Like, I was fucking 18 yesterday, Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden, it's, like, even, I still feel like time flies and I'm getting older, but like I said, like, I was thinking about Terrible Tuesdays coming up, bro, we're two months into this shit. So, like, yeah. in a certain aspect, like, it's grinded everything back down to a slow point. Yeah, this is a minute, though. Yeah, the moment you blink, it's gonna be... Because I was like, up until November, I was like, bro, like, fucking every day feels like three months and... No cap. And, and vice versa. Like, I feel like I went from 20 to 24, 20 to 23 in, like, two three weeks. months. I'm yeah. yeah. Two weeks. But all of a sudden, now, like, I still feel like that. These last two months, I felt like have been the longest two months of my life. But Yeah, bro. They, it's been it's two been months. Terrible since my biggest thing was, like, my biggest thing is, like, with my, like, with my little sister Noah, like, my biggest thing was, like, I want to be in her life. I want her to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest thing with, like, Dylan. He's getting there. He, I hate it because he don't call me uncle. Like, they, they, they call me Big Unk. So, that's what he called me. He was trying to say, Big Unk. He said, Big Unk. Mm-hmm. But, that motherfucker's bad as shit, bro. Like, I hate saying it, bro. I, 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 I love him. But, like, bro, this is the thing, though. Y'all know how I am. Like, I'm going to pat your butt. I hate hitting him. I hate hitting him. I hit him one time. I think he was... What did he do? Oh, motherfucker was trying to mess with my PlayStation. That's what he did. It was in the loft. Motherfucker was going over by my my HDMI cord, pulling it. I was like, Dylan, come here. Motherfucker looked at me and said... 
<laughs> yanked that bitch. And I was like, like I remember I popped him and he cried. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Bubba. Yeah, I'm sorry. I picked him up. But I, I hate hitting them. I hate hitting anybody kids. I don't even want to touch my nephew, but if it's not my own, I don't want to touch him. But yeah, my fine. sister was like, sometimes you got to discipline him. Yeah, you going to have to. He, he'll get out of hands. So. Yeah, bro. He's a good kid for the most part. I, I think it's... No, no, no weird shit. I think it's so cute when he falls asleep, though. He he sleep. He's like the like the most tame sleeper ever. Most that boy said he had same position. Gerber baby. Yeah, bro, he's so cute, bro. Yes, motherfucker fell asleep. I fell asleep. Yes, a, I think that was the issue. What the fuck? The fire picture. I think that yeah, the Ravens gear on too. Yes, yeah, that was on Saturday. Sorry, no, yeah, it was on bro. Saturday. them terrible twos, boy. It's gonna be a whole different world. But she don't even be geeking as much as she is. She's coming a long way. Human life to dog life? Because, like, bro, I'm gonna be real with you. If you look at beauty, like, I was looking at her the other day, and, like, she was sitting down looking at me just, like, with her tongue out. Mm. And I'd be like, bro, like, you're so young. And she is small. But then, like, like from a glance like if you just walk in and she's jumping you're like so big ass dog mm-hmm. okay but like when you take that moment to like realization or like look at it and be like bro you're not that big like you're actually like young yeah man hope she don't get no bigger bro she pushing 80 pounds how, how old is your dog at home me and my parents talk about this all the time because we can never remember. <laughs> like, we sit down and we'll talk about it for like two hours and figure it out. And then the next time I'm home, we'll talk about it and forget. <laughs> We're thinking like 10, 12 years, something like that. Like, because I think we got her in like 2010 for Christmas. Damn. She was born on Halloween that year. Um, so, yeah, it'd be pushing 12 years this year. Which, which we had the cat, the black and. The black and gray cat the that we have, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, we had him like three, four years before that. That motherfucker's pushing like fifteen probably by now. It's crazy. He's calm too. Yeah, it's by far the longest. The, the biggest cat, the bigger cat though. He's younger because okay. he was he was actually my grandfather's cat before he passed away. Mm-hmm. He was still a kitten really when my grandfather passed away. So like he's like, I'm cap. He's still like seven years old. That's crazy how fucking long that <laughs> I'm was. Cap. <laughs> Well, yeah, because he was, he was like, he was just, it was just funny the way you said that. Just barely getting Ooh, out of being crying. a kitten when my grandfather passed away. But it's, that was 2014. So, which is eight fucking years. God damn. What the fuck? I used to be thinking about like that 2010s decade, bro. Like 2010 to 2020. <sighs> the amount of stuff that happened. That also we were able to re- recollect as well. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Crazy. That just set me back. God damn. Well, let's get back into the discussion today. What else we got to talk about in the month, anyway? Um, whatever you got for me. I had some things I. Also, bro, I don't know if y'all fuck with uh, Euphoria, but y'all need to go watch that shit. That shit is amazing, bro. Bro, I actually was really thinking about watching it today because I was like, I'd just be feeling left out when you and Bryce talk about it. I'm like, man, I might have to. It's a really good show. I mean, honestly, bro, what is your next? Saturday? The next day off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and your girl should just watch it together. How many episodes are there that are out? 
eight. Bro, that's eight hours. Yeah. That's a whole day. I, I, that's what I did, bro. I had to commit to the grind. <laughs> Don't run from the grind, man. I'm telling you, bro. The amount of dicks and vaginas that you use. So He's pulling his cock out. <laughs> I don't know why y'all always say that. <laughs> That's my favorite audio, bro. I'm telling you. But yeah, bro. Um, we're waiting on Samari. It is what it is. He got in. I got a question. Oh. It's a, I saw this on Instagram. I was like, let's talk about this on the show. Who's the bigger, the biggest savage out of these four? Okay. Oh, fuck, man. I want to say Riley, but my gut says Stewie Griffin. So the picture was Cartman, Mm -hmm. Cartman from South Park, Bart Simpson from The Simpsons, Riley from The Boondocks, and then Stewie Griffin from Family Guy. Like I said, I want to say Riley, but I might have to go Stewie. That motherfucker is devious. I ain't, none of them other motherfuckers planned to kill their mom (laughs) and built a whole simulation just to do it and be like, that's a bad idea. Never mind. Let me not. <laughs> what? Time travel? All that shit? Nah, Stewie Griffin is a menace to society. Stewie was crazy, bro. That's why I was like, I want to say Riley, too, but then I was like, Riley got his ass beat in one of the episodes. So I was like, y'all know you was savage getting your ass beat. And Bart and uh, Cartman actually kind of soft, too. So Yeah, them motherfuckers be throwing verbal jabs like a motherfucker, but they ain't shit with it other than that. But, uh... I want to see what Sam's look on it is. The question is, who's the bigger savage out of these four? What do you think? Biggest savage? Mm -hmm. Cartman. Really? Yeah. Okay. What do you say that? He just doesn't give a fuck. He don't have no filter. Riley, Riley be instigating. Bart, just a delinquent. And fucking, what was the other person? Stewie, just intellectual. He's sarcastic. That's, that's like saying I'm a, that's a, a, a bigger savage than most niggas. I'm just sarcastic. Nah, that nigga Stewie. He's going to cook your ass with some, real, with some real spirit. That nigga Stewie going to kill your ass. That motherfucker trying to kill his mom. That shit was crazy. But there was a reason. Yeah. It's <laughs> <This is> available. <laughs> the next question that we got was... Um, oh, should the Pro Bowl be banned or should it just be taken out? From the NFL. No, it needs to be changed, though. It should add more. Like, I think the biggest thing that people talked about, like, trying to implement, like, NBA All-Star Weekend was, like, um, what's it called? One-on-ones or, like, king of the court. But, like, if you switch that NFL, just do, like, route technician, like, one-on-ones. Or, There's like, multiple levels. Oklahoma, to like, shit, put some of the mini drills you would do for practice into yeah, it and just see the competition. It, I mean, I feel like, I mean, it'll be. Motherfuckers are overthinking this shit. Yeah, it, it really Most spectacular catch. You put them no, in Madden, but you can't put them in the room. Try to fucking like, line Stephon and Trayvon Diggs up against each other and let the motherfuckers go at it for five reps. See who really comes out on top, you know what I'm saying? There's that. There's you could obviously do the D line one on one stuff tackles and guards, 
versus DNs and D-tackles. Mm-hmm. I'd say that the DNs are going to win 90% of the time, especially if they don't got pads on. I think one-on-one drills for linemen without pads is the dumbest fucking thing you could do. Because I could bull rush you 10 out of 10 times to probably get to the quarterback every time. When you don't have pads to grab and you can't get your hands inside and all that shit. That's a whole nother topic. So that's as far as the skill challenges goes. There's a lot of things you could add. The king of the court thing for the NBA is the same way with one-on-ones. And also, like, for the game itself, like, first of all, I don't know why they ever stopped doing the draft. Those are the three funnest Pro Bowls I've ever watched. The lead-up to it was fun. You know, you bring the captains in. They drafted their teams. Like, we had a 21-20 Pro Bowl at one point. Like, it was the end score was 21-20, and that was the most exciting Pro Bowl I've ever watched in my entire fucking life. They did that shit for three years. Like, man, we really capped record numbers back-to-back-to-back years. Let's go back to the old way, to be honest with you. I'm trying to watch this 57-43 to 43 nothing game that nobody gets tackled in. Them motherfuckers was playing two-hand touch, which I can understand. And people were mad about it. First of all, postseason. if you're watching the Pro Bowl for actual football, the fucker, wait a week, wait for the Super Bowl, go watch replays. I agree with the players. Like, who's going to fucking risk a contract extension over some fucking Pro Bowl shit? I agree with you. They need to just play flag football. What does Shannon Sharp say? He says oh, it's hurting the game. Shit, just do, do seven on seven. Do seven on – well, I don't – because you got to get the line in it. But do two-hand touch. I'm saying, like, like, I'm saying in general, like, you implement them things like – Do flag do flag football. If you like, take the Pro Bowl out of it, like, being called a Pro Bowler is, like – Supposed to be a term. Pro Bowl is a popularity contest. Yeah. It's the same way as the NBA All Star Game. Yeah, the NBA All Star Game is fucking popular. No, no, they got most Andrew Wiggins in this. Bitch. Exactly, it's a popularity contest. If that motherfucker was not on Golden State, he would not even touch the roster, mm-hmm. let alone be a fucking starter. So, and it's the same. Fucking Kyrie made it. He played two games for All Star break. It's the same thing with Kobe. Kobe didn't play a single fucking game back in like I don't remember what year it was, and that motherfucker made the All Star team as a starter. Come on now. Come on now. I'm over here and touch the court yet. You put him in an all-star game? I mean, it's different. That's Kobe Bryant. But still, you understand what I'm saying. That's why the all-pros and the all-NBA shit is more valuable than that. Because anytime the fan vote comes into it, automatically it does not do anything for your resume, in my opinion. Yeah. If the the fact that Alex Caruso and fucking Taco Fall can be like six and seven well, for voting, yeah, I think it's the year before quarantine happened. Like, I'm like, if these motherfuckers make it, scratch it from the resume. That doesn't. You're not a fucking all star, bro. You're <laughs> you you're good to meme with on the internet, bro. That's why you're here. <laughs> um, the next question I have is, who is this game? Like, more of a must-win for the Bengals or the Rams. Before we get to that, also, with the Pro Bowl, fucking have them play for something. Like, no wonder motherfuckers don't care. The fucking... What do you play for in the All-Star Game in the NBA, though? The NBA, I think it's charity. The MLB, I like what the MLB does, and I think the NBA should do it, and it'd be weird for the NFL because it would really just be jerseys. Mm-hmm. But the way that the MLB... And also, the NFL is the only one that's not mid-season. Like, we have all-star breaks in the middle of the season. MLB all-star breaks in the middle of the season. What they do is, like, they play the all-star game. Whoever wins the all-star game is the home team for the final series. In the MLB, that's how they do it. So, like, if the AL wins, whoever the AL team is gets the four home games versus the three. They start off the series at home. You're fucking playing for, like, motherfucker, like, even... 
you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're the one seed and you got three, four teammates that are in that all-star game, you're like, motherfucker, I'm trying to go win. I'm trying to be at home for these first two games. That means something to me. Like, I'm playing for some at that point. Obviously, you know, the dude that's fucking the best and the only good player on the team that's, you know, 30 games below 500 doesn't care. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're playing for some at that point. But as far yeah, as the Super facts. Bowl, as far as the Super Bowl goes, that makes sense. Are you talking for the that's teams yeah. or for players? So, like, I was watching NFL Live the other day, and then they were talking about like, like all the money that they put into like Matthew Stafford, OBJ, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller. Was somebody arguing that the Bengals is a more must-win situation? No, no, no. They were arguing about the Rams, and then that's why Goo was talking about. He thinks that the. Bengals and say all oh, like the all that did they overcome and the underdogs through and stuff. This is a must win for them. So, I think it's obviously it's a Super Bowl. It's a must win game. Every game is a must win game. First of all, second of all, I think it's a must win game. Obviously for the Rams because they were in win now mode a year and a half ago mm-hmm. when they went and got Jalen Ramsey. And gave up two first rounders. I was like, "That's they're obviously trying to go after it." They made the Super Bowl. Two years later, they add Stafford. Now I'm like, "All right, like it's it's not like Super Bowl or bust. Like they have to win this, and they've got to be in contention for the next three years. They don't have a first round pick until 2024. Like, them motherfuckers are strapped down. Their cap is not great. They've got to go win. But also for Cincinnati, it's not a must win game because first of all, you're not supposed to be here. Like mm-hmm. when you took Joe Burrow a year ago. There was not, it wasn't like, if you don't make the Super Bowl year two, that motherfucker's getting cut. Like, you're here way ahead of schedule. Like, this is obviously the end goal, but you're here way before you're supposed to be. But at the same time, it's going to be very, very difficult to go into Kansas City and beat Patrick Mahomes. You did it once. Yeah. Actually, they did it They did it once. They beat him twice this year. They did it once in Kansas City. Brian Clark said it too. Brian Clark was like... This is the easiest that it's ever been. Yeah. yeah, you're never you're never gonna get out of this easy because you got to think of first of all to get out of your division. I think it's the easiest that they're gonna get out of the AFC North in a while because yeah, Baltimore's down bad, Pittsburgh was down bad, and Cleveland. All three teams were down bad, and it took them to like week 15 to win the division. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, despite not having Lamar Jackson and half of their roster, was leading that division up until like week 13 or 14. Because Baltimore lost six straight in the year, they were eight and yeah, three. We lost one, and they went up, and the Chargers went up too. Yeah, so it was the easiest that I think they'll get out of the division. Also, then they also had the Steelers that was right there in that bitch last minute too. So, exactly. Yeah. So it's the easiest I think they'll get out of the AFC North in a while. And somebody tried to tell me that they're going to run the AFC North. First of all, nobody fucking runs the AFC North. Yeah, There's never been a team since, <laughs> since the reform in 2003 where these four teams have been in that division. There's been three times where a team has won back-to-back division titles. I think the Steelers have done it twice and Baltimore's done it once. Every other time, like it's either like you win this year, you lose the next year, you win. like It alternates. There's never been... Well, it's because the AFC East was taking over. Yeah, and well, Cleveland's Cleveland's also never won a division yeah. title, let alone back to back, which I thought was funny. But sorry, buddy. Um, sorry <laughs> about that. As far as Cincinnati goes, like it is must win because you don't know when you're ever going to fucking get back here. Like I think watching the Kansas City and Buffalo game, you have to realize like it's going to be so difficult to get back to this stage because you could go into the playoffs. I have to play Baltimore round one, Buffalo round two, Kansas City round three. 
That's just to get there. Yeah. Let alone run into Aaron Rodgers or That's Matthew crazy. Stafford or Kyler Murray. It's crazy you say that because I was literally having a conversation like that the other day, and they were like, "It's crazy to see." Like, obviously, we have like this, you know, new shift in the NFL. All these young quarterbacks about to really take over and like mm-hmm. be like franchise quarterbacks. You know, all these old heads is retiring, and it's like, bro, like we already have our next, you know, Tom Brady theoretically, and like Peyton Manning theoretically, and like. They've made the comparison of uh, Tom being Patrick and then Peyton Manning being Josh Allen, and I was like, at first I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I, but I was just like on the on the like lift notes of like their like rivalry already. Like, bro, they' finna be battling for years to come, literally. Like between that's the two of them, two, that's, that's just, just crazy. Two guys. Like, yeah, like, I know. What I'm saying like that's just crazy to think about. Like they yeah. really finna be going at it for years, bro. Yeah. You think that's just wild? Josh Allen. Like he had this Carson Wentz moment, like he's done for now. Nah, like you think that's the peak and he's gonna fall off? Nah, I don't see that. That was a dog. No injuries, no dis dysfunction inside the team. He doesn't have the same situation like Carson did. I do think it's funny that Doug Peterson is gonna coach against that team twice a year now. Also, against his former OC Frank Reich and his former quarterback in Carson Wentz. Yeah, Philly. That's gonna be fun to watch. I also think it's funny. They they're gonna have some offensive pieces this year. Doug Peterson's the Jags' new head coach, so he coaches against the Colts twice a year. Against his, which Frank Reich was his OC, and obviously Carson was a quarterback a majority of his time in Philly too. So that's gonna be fun. See if the Colts can fucking win a game going to Jacksonville, because <laughs> they ain't done it the last six times. Oh, I was just saying that the Bills are gonna add some offensive pieces this year. That's really, I think that's gonna keep them up. Like that'll push them up. And I'm a Pats fan, but I, I think Shit. that's really he what they. Begging for a running back last year. Shit, I mean on paper they look good because like so crazy is it? They be going fed, but you gotta think like. It's not functional, but they also did have a it's, bunch of lineman issues too. It's so hilarious to me that they're like, they're like, damn, we need a running back. I'm like, no, it's not. not that fucking hard. Yeah, bro. we took Devonta Freeman, and we picked Devonta Freeman and Latavius Murray out of free agency, and Tyson Williams, and four games of Le'Veon Bell, and we're the third best rushing team in the NFL this year. Baltimore was. These motherfuckers was in the fucking. I don't. Like, these motherfuckers was in the fucking. Conference championship last year with fucking TJ Yeldon. Yeah, bro. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, that's how people. They need to go like Tevin Coleman. Just get a reliable somebody. And that's how people felt about Demi Harris. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? He just started going nuts for the pads. He's just going dumb. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Don't worry about it. I don't know what the fuck. I don't think any of them, any of the guys they have on roster are going to be the guy going forward. They need somebody with some pop and somebody that can catch the ball in the backfield. I hadn't even heard of TJ Yoda since he was in Bama. That motherfucker had two good years in Jacksonville. That was about it. I remember that. Mm-hmm. He was a dog. Yeah, he was going down. He was going down. I didn't go cap. He was going down. But then, I'm, forget, I'm forgetting that. That was post Maurice Jones Drew era, too. They really needed one. I forget about that motherfucker. Uh, Travis ET is actually on the fucking Jaguars too. Niggas goes fed, bro. Bro, on my Jags team, I ride, like my Jags, bro, I picked up J.K. Dobbins. So I have J.K. Dobbins, Travis ET, and James Robinson. That's my three back system. I'm happy to see how he's going to be. So old. Yes. J.K. and Gus? Yeah, it's up. 
I'm so I've been watching mock drafts like a motherfucker. I am so ready for the off season, bro. Honestly, I enjoy the off season more than I like watching football sometimes. No cap. When I can actually sit down and while like just motherfucking who's going, going for all on, fourteen, yeah. boy. You don't want it to get sauce, but I want it to get him now. I've been more. I really don't. I don't. I don't care who Baltimore gets at fourteen at this point because I know that that motherfucker is going to be good. Baltimore doesn't. Rarely ever does Baltimore does the Ravens miss in the first round. It doesn't happen often. And if it does, it's a wide receiver or Matt Elam. Sorry. That one still that pains me to this day. I really thought that motherfucker was gonna be the next Ed Reed. That shit hurt my feelings. That motherfucker was buns. But I mean, like, when you look at Baltimore's track record in the first round, and people have been asking me recently, they're like, who do you think Baltimore's going to get? Like, what's the needs? And I was like, I'll be real with you. It doesn't fucking matter what we need. We're going to take the best player available. Yeah. And at 14, that means, like, the whoever is that top five guy that slides. Like, which I've seen Kayvon Thibodeau is sliding down boards quick. That D end from Oregon, if he's available at 14, holy fucking what shit. Who do you have from? What college? When? What year? Oh, Odafe Owe? I love that motherfucker. I almost forgot Bro, I told you, going into this draft, when we went in, like, we were in Ohio, and I was like, if we get Owe, and I was like, if we get a receiver in Owe, and I didn't say Bateman, because I was like, there was the stretch it. He's like, this is a lock that we're going to get in. Well, because it was the stretch at 21, 22, and 23. It was like the Bears, the Colts, and like the Eagles or something that had a stretch it through. I was like, there's no fucking way Bateman falls to us. I was like, Bateman's the dream, but I was like, there's no fucking way he falls all the way to us. Yeah. Sure enough, 27, Rashad Bateman. I was like, if we get fucking OA at 31, and then sure enough, like pick 29 or 30 is another edge rusher, and it wasn't him. And I was like, and we got him. I could not have been happier with Baltimore's first round pick this year, and then OA fucking killed it this year, and if it wasn't for Micah Parsons, I think he would have been the best rookie pass rusher of any of them out there. He had a dynamite year, but when you compare him to a guy that's going after DPO, like defensive player of the year, not defensive rookie of the year, it's hard to fucking look at. Yeah, Odafe always an animal. Came up big. I was watching, I remember watching the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for Bateman. I'm ready for Rashad Bateman to get healthy too. But Baltimore is going to take whichever top five talent slides. Um, I seen something the other day. It was like it was like every year, like even though we get on his ass every year, motherfucker Hollywood's like statistically gotten better year and year. If you take the Lions game out this year, he had he was. He was so effing bad in that Lions game. Yeah. It sticks in my mind. That motherfucker dropped like four touchdowns that game. He could have. He went from like NFL record in touchdowns in a single to like NFL record drops in a single <laughs> fucking game. That shit was ridiculous. Like, like I remember, like I scrolled across the TikTok last week. There was like, here's the ten worst drops in the NFL season, and it was dead ass like. It was eight guys, and it got to number two, and it was like Hollywood Brown, the entire Detroit Lions game, and it showed like like eight drops of him. It was just it was number two Hollywood Brown. It was like eight I clips. I because like, <laughs> like, like four of them were touchdowns. The pivotal bro. one for uh, it was like the pivotal one for uh, for Justin to get the kick, mm-hmm. and this motherfucker was like running, and he like right here, right basket that shit, motherfucker bounced. 
fucking shit. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Yeah, he had a good year. Um, I think... I always think about that Colts game, bro. Him and Mark, I don't know what the fuck they did or what the fuck they talked about, but that shit was good. I'm telling you... I, I, we could have fucking used him. Yeah. Good lord, down the stretch. All of a sudden, I went for. Like the twenty, and then Lamar threw the interception. He comes back on, and then motherfucker got straight moss, bro. And then this little fucking Chuck was like, <laughs> and then just walked off the field, bro. That shit was so funny. Bro. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about NBA, man. Let's get into. It. Well, first of all, if you don't know, go look now. We have a we have a BDL TikTok now. So, everybody has, most of the most part, everybody has posted their um, intros and stuff like that. Uh, Owens, Minds, and Samari should be out now. Owens and Samari also did an NBA, like a perfect team NBA, like head head thing on there too. Maddie C did like a baseball analysis. And then this upcoming weekend, we got TikToks from Brindo doing one as well. Uh, Bryce is doing a movie breakdown. And Raymond's doing uh, top video games. So, there's a lot of TikTok content that we have coming in. Make sure you guys go follow that. I think we're like, it's funny. We're, we're moving pretty quick. Likes is going up. So, you guys make sure you go to that. We're going to make sure we're giving you all sorts of content and start the Twitter up here in a week and a half. So, a week and a half. So, we're going to get that uh, for you. But, uh, y'all want to go into some more sports or music? Oh, bring it on. All right, we're going I'm here all day. We're going to talk about the, from, well, when we're recording what we've seen so far, by the time that this is out, the deadline has been passed, Yeah, so, shh, the bomb might have been dropped on us. But. I feel like we've already got two solid Woj bombs already as of recording this now, and 
And the two bombs that we've gotten have possibly set up a massive third one. Mm-hmm. And also, there's still just a massive third one that could happen elsewhere as well. So, we're, get us uh, the big one that's happened. And then we'll let Smart go first and you and me. We're really going to talk about our feelings on uh, the trades and shit like that. So, and I'll probably go just from what's happened most recent back to what happened first. So, mm-hmm. the most recent one we got was... Um, let's see here. So, it is uh, the Tyrese Halliburton deal from, um, from Sacramento to in, uh, to Indy to play with the Pacers. The Pacers traded uh, Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Aaron Holiday. Yeah, you didn't see this? Hey, Sam's getting a breaking news right here. So, the Pacers traded Sabonis, Aaron Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton. Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson. First of all, I don't fucking know what the Kings are doing here. Um, Tyrese Halliburton is averaging like... Hold on. Mm. Let him go. Okay, go ahead. Nah. So, Halliburton and Buddy Heald are Pacers now. So, they team up with Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner in Indy going forward. Which is... Uh, nah, that's worry. Miles Turner didn't get traded, did he? Not yet. Um, that's not. That's There's a possibility not, that still happens. That don't. That mm, I don't sit right with me. I don't know how I like this trade at all. Um. I mean, kudos to getting Halliburton. Yeah, but I ain't gonna cap the Kings one on this because they got Sabonis, which they already had depth at the guard position, they backcourt, they had De'Aaron Fox, they had Halliburton, they had Buddy Hill, I mean, shit, that's already three guards right there, and that's really their rotation, for real, so, I mean, they traded two of them, but you're getting a big man back, which they already had problems with, Tristan's been fucking in the media so much, I know he didn't want to be there, no more. he wants a new, fresh identity. I'm not for so he's going to retire, so, yeah, so you that's know, part of just eating his conscience, yeah. he's still in that Cleveland contract you know that so it's like, fuck, then, he yeah. probably is. I don't then know. on top of that, you got to think like, Karis got traded. It had been different if they kept Karis LeVert because then they could, they, they really would have been able to like flex off and then have either one of them. Shit, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like it's a terrible deal, but it's, it's, it's one-sided. Because, I mean, shit. Like he like Owen said, Miles Turner could still possibly get traded, which I doubt. I mean, shit. If they're sane, I would doubt. But if they're just completely trying to restart and shit, go ahead. By all means, I see where they're coming from. But I'm not gonna restart. A, I'm not gonna restart a team around fucking Tristan Thompson to be my center. Like I don't care. That's just dumb. What you do though? But uh, it's just I don't like this trade on on Zach's side, honestly, on Sacramento side. Because Tyrese Halliburton's averaging fifteen and seven this year, I think he's going to be a star in this league. And there's, I, I would be able to go out on a limb and say that I would rather have him than De'Aaron Fox going forward. Possibly, that's not a hundred percent. It's a fifty-fifty type deal. But for Sacramento, like you're giving up Halliburton and Buddy Heald, which you gave up Demarcus Cousins for Buddy Heald originally. And I like, obviously, we know where Boogie's at now, but he was the best center in the game when you traded him away originally. For Stephen Curry-like potential, which obviously has not panned out um, yeah. with Buddy Heald, you lose Tristan Thompson's contract was good, but they're 20-35 and 35 
with only two teams in the entire league that has a worse record than them. Yeah. You're adding an all-star center, but... Yeah, I can't even call Sabrina center, though. They're trying to push to get a trade that they want to get rid of Marvin Bagley, too. Well, they should have been got. Yeah, they could. They should have used him way sooner. I would have traded Marvin Bagley. That'd have been different if they would have traded Marvin Bagley and got some money. Okay, that's a one for one. But you motherfuckers went out your way to get rid of Halliburton. I don't know. Motherfucking Buddy Hill. It's just such a weird deal to me. <laughs> and and what? No. I fucking hope so. No. I mean, he's not staying in New York after this year. Probably. I don't. Think I'm gonna, fuck I'm gonna be real with you. I'd love to see him in Dallas. That'd be a great fit. No, did you see him push the fucking the Knicks employee with the laptop like the other work. day? That motherfucker averaged twenty for one year. Fucking thinks he runs the fucking league. Somebody, he needs to. He needs to. To be real with you, I thought last year when the off season went, I really thought Stephen Adams was gonna go there. I'd been a great pick. Great, real strong, fundamentally sound center, Memphis. But he went to what? The fuck? He did go to Memphis. Stephen Adams. Yeah. 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 Oh shit! You're right. Yeah. That, I, when that happened, that's why I was like, I was like, wait, what are y'all talking about? Okay, yeah, it threw me off. My train of thought got over. When that happened, I was like, yeah, bro, that was something that really should. I feel like he should have been. Like, more contributing to this. Like, it is a some fundamentally sound center, bro. He's strong, bro. Back to the basket. John needs something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that screens and shit. But this nigga just took off this year. And I don't think... And I'm not going to say, like, he was going to be ass. But I don't really think the unforeseen, like, coming into this year, niggas was like, yeah, bro, this nigga's going to be going 27 points every other night type shit. Like, John's been on a tear, bro. It's been crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, so overall, I don't know what the fuck to think about that Sacramento deal. That's that's the first just, trade, bro. I've been I ain't hear none of this. That was shit. just the most recent one. That I happened. think the first one that happened was the bigger one, in my opinion. Um, the Blazers uh, get the Pelicans send Josh Hart, Thomas Zadaransky, Nikhil Walker Alexander, Didi Luzado, a twenty twenty two protected lottery protected first round pick, and two future second round picks to Portland, and they receive CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell. Which now Larry adds, Nance came on a three way trade from Cleveland. No, he was, well, he was in Portland. He, he was in Portland. He went from Cleveland to Portland, and now he's in New Orleans. And Tony Snell left. It was, it was just a two-team, yeah. yeah. So, so the Pelicans have... I mean, he was on that roster. Now. Yeah, the Pelicans now have Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Tony Snell, obviously, Larry Nance, fucking... I forget who they're pointing. Who's running the point down there nowadays? It's not... Wait, did... New Orleans. No, Eric Blesson went to the Clippers. That's right, not mine. Actually, I think he just got traded to Portland last week, too. Because they had a deal last week. I'm pretty sure that he got dope. And he went to Portland? I could be wrong. Let me just pull up ESPN's uh, What the fuck is going on? Yeah, that Where was have a, I been at? That was this has been going on like the last couple of days? That one like, last was week? Like last week. Damn, that that's crazy. Was, these, the, these most recent ones are today. Yeah, that shit's wild. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see... Uh, what's his face? Julius Randle in Dallas, bro. That would be a crazy system for him to fit in, bro. It'd be perfect. 
Um, I'd be dope. Damn, that one's haven't even hit yet. Whoa, too quick. Um, so to CJ McCollum to New Orleans, I mean, if the Pelicans can actually start winning effing games, that'd be nice. Uh, get their fucking star. They need to just. They need to go ahead and stop and just go ahead and just reevaluate the coast, bro. That's the problems, bro. Like, but I mean, shit. Then again, there'd be probably be the stigma, like shit. Probably Memphis would be one right now if they were in the East. So is he? Is he? Is he? Is he going bust right now? Is he a bust right now? Mm -hmm. Yes. And touch it. Well. Well, yeah, because he's not fucking playing. Mm-hmm. Now, when he's on the court, the motherfucker averaged 27 and 9, 27 yeah. and 11 last year. The motherfucker was an animal and did not get talked about enough mm-hmm. last year. But he's not playing right now. So, yeah, I mean, anytime you get taken number one, number two, number five overall, and you've played 60 games, 80 games in two, three years. You know what's so funny was? B.I. helped them win their last game. I forgot about that nigga, bro. I was like, Brandon Ingram. Bro, motherfuckers, motherfuckers landed New Orleans and you forget they exist. It's the same thing with Sacramento. You're like Tristan Thompson's still in the league. Was, yeah, motherfucker, he's. Which I'm curious to see if he's still going to retire now that he's out of Sacramento. But remember, that's what he's talking about at the end of the year. Bro. Yep. Bro. Like that's going to fucking be any better for him. <laughs> um, the one that happened two days ago, Indiana sent Karis Levert in a second round pick to Cleveland for Ricky Rubio. A lottery protected first, and then two second round picks. Rubio's injured, is he? I'm pretty sure he still is. Yeah. Can you trade niggas when they're injured? Yeah, you can. I guess. I mean, that, that answers the question. Yeah, yes, yeah, I guess. Sure, yeah. I didn't think you could, but I guess you can. Maybe that's just a 2K thing. I don't know. But Cleveland is getting scary. I don't know where the fuck this team came from. Uh, this is another team. It's like Cincinnati and the Bengals. Way ahead of fucking schedule. Jared Allen is an animal. We all knew that. Evan Mobley is ridiculously talented. We all knew that as well. Yeah, Darius Garland's having a great year. Colin Sexton, honestly, I can't tell if Colin Sexton has regressed a little bit or if Darius Garland's really just gotten that much better. They've now added Karis LeVert to the fold. They still have Kevin Love coming off the bench. They still have... That's why I wanted to get traded. He should have been gone, bro. He could definitely contribute he on his championship team. Yeah, I know, but bro, but they're starting to win games now yeah. too. That I think nigga that definitely helps. Kevin Love would be so raw elsewhere, bro. Like if he were to be on like a different team, bro. Like, bro, I, I really want to see him hoop with Bradley Bill. That'd be hard. That'd be a crazy fit for him. Come, come up there, go get some buckets, bro. Season, hmm. Bradley Bill. Yeah, that came out today as well. Or, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I think it was an ankle injury. I want to say, is it ankle or wrist? Oh, for real, his his shot. He might be right. His shot wrist. He's down for the year though, for sure. Damn. Um, So the other one that happened, the Clippers and Blazers deal, was oh damn, that's why. So the Clippers traded Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Um, if they hold this team together, the Clippers rob the shit out of that deal. No cap. You get Robert Covington on a championship team, that motherfucker is a different. Um, but it was like a five-team trade, um, which, of course, I can't find anywhere that's got all of the fucking things together. But I think... I don't know, man. 
like I said, this is a boring ass deadline up until the day of recording, and all of a sudden we got I know the Halliburton deal and the McCollum deal. Like this. Mm-hmm. You got some more breaking news? What you got here? No, that's not breaking news. It's just that was kind of the last NBA trade genius, we had. The genius of a nigga. Look at mm. this set. How many do you think it is? Um, does it got a new album coming out? Who, who do you think's tour set that is? Which one will be? Tyler. Tyler, that's what I would have thought too, yeah. That shit's hard. Motherfucker's creative as shit. I could have told you and that was Tyler. Motherfucker has a boat. He just sits on It's hard. That's what he does, man. Motherfucker's a performer. Ain't never been, no doubt about that. I'll tell you that much. I can't wait to get the singles from this because that's what he did last tour. He bro, started dropping her singles. You want to go, but bruh, some of my tickets high, bro. Fuck. Yeah. Wave is taxing. I wanted to go see that nigga for like a, a lollipop in the back of Chip last time. This <laughs> fucking high bad. now. No, so I went there for a Nigga went for like 35 bucks first time wrong. Second time wrong came back, nigga. Shit was like $200. It's like, damn, bitch. <laughs> that actual world through is tough, though. This shit was tough. Oh. I, 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 bro, I'm letting y'all niggas know. I don't know if this Astro World shit hurt Travis or helped this nigga. But this nigga on Twitter, bro. On Twitter, on TikTok, motherfuckers like I can't wait to Utopia. Like uh, this nigga shit been going through the roof, bro. Did you hear about this last week? This motherfucker's shoes. Mm-hmm. He sold a billion. You can't I did see that shit. It's, it's, like, I don't know what the fuck this nigga got going. But he's this, a fucking marketing genius. Well, I like, also think a lot of that shit has to. Now nah, I'm not gonna say a lot of it has to. That, do, but that hasn't changed. Another uh, like accent to this shit is that. Uh, they came out and talked about his, like, they have another baby on the way, and that's a celebrity couple. I niggas know, love. I also thought about that shit. Niggas crazy. love that shit. Look, he has a daughter that was born on February 1st, and now he has another daughter that was born on the 2nd. It's a boy, supposedly, because they put a blue heart, but it's not out yet. Yeah. Regardless of the fact, motherfucker got two kids back to back days. That's fucking fine as fuck. Well, my grandfather had my mom. On his birthday, like they both, they're both birthdays, twenty eighth of oh, August. Really? Yeah, so I feel like it, it was such a cool thing growing up. Like I shared obviously my grandfather's like my favorite person, and my mom's mm-hmm. sharing both birthdays and being able to celebrate both on both day. But like, it's tough now because you think about it. Every single year, my mom has her birthday. It's her father's. It's also her father's birthday. Who's no longer around to celebrate? It's it's a difficult thing to try to go through. So it has its pluses and minuses. The same thing as having a birthday on Christmas or something. You get around to Christmas time and you're like, oh, it's Christmas, but shit. <laughs> it's shit. I'm sorry, that was yeah. funny. Um, I don't know. Travis is different. That's we've been new to this. I think it just. Reinforces the thing that we always knew. That yes, my, ready for a tour more than ever. Like this yeah. is my my favorite time of the year, bro. 
Faces now, Pharaoh, bro. On repeat, bro. It's every time, every year, bro. That's what gets me through the, the spring, bro. Gotta start every year. Yo. I think it, it, shit, bro. it just reinforces the fact that, first of all, he shouldn't have been. There should have been no type of canceling happening for what happened at Astrofest. And even bro, if I forgot about that, motherfuckers shit. tried their damnedest and still. It well, didn't I watched work. it and like even me being a hardcore fan of him, I was like, damn, bro. Like, how's this gonna happen? And I don't want it to happen. But I can't wait for Utopia. I want to get something. This could be hard. I think I'm gonna get my first tattoo coming up here soon. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think me and Kayla are finna get matching ones. Wowzers! I told her, I, I told her that I was finna pick, and I'm, she's not. She didn't get to see until like it's done, and she trusts me enough to do it. I guess I don't know why. That's a dumbass decision. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Huh? Fuck it. You, you you think you still gonna get the one for your grandpa? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna start small. I gotta make sure I want to do this. Because yeah. that first one's gonna be small, and I want to get one for Brody too. But. Uh, my grandfather's definitely still on the list. I still just, despite knowing that I've wanted to get him tatted on me for years, I still have no fucking idea what I want, or I haven't found, I haven't found anybody to draw shit. Out That's fine. Either. I want uh, concrete right here. Mm. I want the actually. Uh, I want concrete spoke specifically. It's hard as fuck, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Just get Jack Boyce tatted on your arm. No. I'm finna get shit. <laughs> I'm finna get That nigga's bogus. Hell no. I'm finna get shitty boys tatted on my cheek. Oh, your chest. <laughs> I'm finna get a face tat that says shitty boys, bro. And like a brown color, too. You're different. <laughs> Good luck trying to get that off me. I'm finna get motion boys tatted on the inside of my thigh. Big <laughs> I, mean, I thought about it. I was gonna put the him, but big motion. I just wanted to do the emoji. I'm not gonna put the whole shit. Hey, I want y'all to know that boy Owen is officially a motion boy. He know. Yes, he, sir. He part of the movement. That's what he do. Big. Man. All right, bro. I found it. Here it is. Here it is. What are you looking for? Trying to find this tattoo. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I this whole time I'm sitting here like, bro, what is? <laughs> what is he trying to show us? It's gonna be like that though. Like concrete's gonna spill like in the ways over. Mm, okay. Yeah, so like a different like. Concrete. I thought she was gonna get that tattoo on you. I was like, that's a Jake tattoo. Lord of the Beans, boy. That's gonna be hard though. I don't want to get the colors. Colors be looking weird. Uh, yeah, I'm not too light skinned for that too. So. But um, to end off on the, we get off back on music to go into last week's debate. Also, I see something on Twitter talking about Playboy Cardi's albums are better than fucking Travis Scott's. Yeah, you're smoking fucking dick, bro. Rodeo is considered Travis's worst album. Give give or take, whoever you are. You said worst? Yeah. Really. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, which is crazy. But if you put it in somebody else's discography, let alone Cardi's, that's probably their best album. Yeah, I'm be hundred and ten percent real with you. I think, and I'm not. It's not disrespect to Cardi. I think Whole Lot of Red is a really good album. If I were to attack Whole Lot of Red into Travis's discography, I think that's the worst album in there. Well, 
a great. Uh, let me see real quick. Homer's talking about like whole lot of red being better than rodeo. Mm-hmm. I think the only one you can make an argument for birds. I give you that. But again, I love birds, so it's hard for me to do that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I said that wrong. I said that wrong. Birds, birds is worse. That's what I thought because I was like, we talked about this shit last week, and I thought we was agreeing on birds. I, I was agreeing birds. with him though because I've heard a lot of people say, "No, that shit trash." Not just like I, I, I meant birds. Not, trash. Not you're trash. wearing your forces laced to the top. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, that shit. Listen, then your forces are laced too tight, boy. You yeah. got cutting off airflow. Well, lot of red is better than Alfaro. I don't give a fuck what Smart says. Whole lot of red is better than Alfaro. You think so? Whole lot of red is better than. No, no, actually, now I gotta think about it. That shit's cracked. Fuck, yelling. My bad. Sorry, bro. sorry. I spike one per per show. You know it was coming, but I don't know. I I would debate that. But I I would say I'm yeah. talking about strictly like albums on Apple Music. It's not on Apple Music, but I'll throw still this shit. Song? Yeah. I'm talking about discography here, okay? Song my song. Okay. Al Faro is better than no. Whole lot red is better than Jack Boys. Okay, well, I can yeah, give you that. Whole lot of red is better than... Jack Jack Hunter? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can give you that. I was thinking solo albums. My bad. No, I thought you were talking... Al Farrell is better than Al Farrell. I, I can't say it's better than Birds. You don't think Whole lot of red is better than Birds? I don't think it's better than Birds. I don't think it's better than Rudy. I don't think it's better than... I'm damn sure not better than Al Farrell. Yeah, for sure. It's not better than... I don't know. I'm having a tough time thinking about days right now. Like, if it's better than... I don't think it's better than days. And that's just not me being a fan. This is me being a real... Like... Hard Red is a good ass fucking album, but I feel like people severely disrespect his discography. Like Ooh. Travis's. Oh. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, that shit's not really that. I'll be like, listen, motherfucker. Uh, that motherfucker's got like six, uh, seven uh, albums uh, on. Uh, I don't like, know, bro. I was just tattered on me, bro. But like, I'd be having to sit here and tell them people to mature and understand. For people to for people to get better in their life, they have to grow with the music, right? Travis done that exponentially. You, it's okay to admit that Astro World is better than Rodeo, bro. Like it took me a while, girl. Like I don't want to be one of those fans. It's like, oh my god, Astro World is not better. They just sound better. Astro World is way better than Rodeo, bro. And half the niggas that he worked on fucking Astro World is the niggas that he wanted on fucking on uh, fucking um, birds, like. He went and half these niggas on birds and then got him on Astro World. Like every time I fucking watch that video where they were in Hawaii, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, this song, this this album gonna change niggas' frequencies. This album gonna change niggas' chord progressions. This album gonna change." I was like, "Bro, like that album just not get talked about enough, bro. That shit is us. Oh my god, bro. I mean, Crazy. at the same time though, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like it don't get talked about enough, but." talked about way too much at the same time because I, I, first thing motherfuckers think about since he branded it so fucking in the back of your damn brain is Astro World. so it's like bruh I ain't even have to listen to that shit I just remember seeing it on niggas hoodies TVs put it on fucking Netflix put it on fucking what's it called what's that game Fortnite nigga like it's like bro even without even even listening to any of the music which I don't I don't foresee anybody just like skipping over it per se I mean there's a lot of niggas I don't like his music for whatever reason but you know I'm coming from just on that kind of level especially in our generation it's like how could you not know or how could you not talk about this shit like but motherfuckers do be just disrespecting people's art so I mean, here's like newfound love of just listening to music in my headphones again and I started listening to like Travis and stuff and like I listened to Escape Plan and like 
The two, the two single EP shit that came out at the end of the year or whatever. Like, I ain't even feeling no either. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Skateplan. It's the other song. I dude. forgot. Some I know the song my fucking tip too. Pause. Cups in the beanie. I got to open the vibe. So crazy. I forgot. What is it I just remember seeing it. I have no idea. It's um, mafia. Mafia, yeah, mafia, bro. I seen this bitch. Oh wow. I'm sorry. It's kind aggressive. God, it's not that you said bitch. You was like this bitch. Yeah, it's like I love it when women talk music, bruh. Like this is girlfriend last night. She a streamer. I hit her up, bruh. She 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 bro. She get taught, bruh. She know her music, bro. I'll give her that. Like, she put me on that. I was listening to that Bryson Tiller last night, that Right My Wrongs. That trap sold something different, bro, when it dropped. But, yeah. off that, I seen this female on Twitter, and I love when females talk music. Because I always like to see what's their side of, like, what they think, what they think. Bro, she was talking about Mafia was the best song that this nigga Travis has dropped, like, solo, since fucking. Astroworld. And that was probably what the lead single was off of. Are you talking about like the lead single off last? Or did she say something specific? Or did she just say Astroworld type shit? She said Astroworld. Oh, okay. This is the best song that he dropped since Astroworld. I was like, oh my God. Like, Highest in the Room came out. And Highest in the Room is not his best song. Personally, the best one I think he dropped is Franchise. That's just me. Mm. But. That shit's hard. I was so like appalled. Like, I, a, I was in this girl's DMs fighting for my fucking life. I was like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I had to go into her. I was like, bro, yes, the song is good. Yes, J. Cole produced the song. We never thought J. Cole would produce a Travis Scott song. But my goodness, bro. Fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. It's sanity. Damn. It's sanity. That's fucking stupid, bro. Like, Oh, I hate getting sorry. I, I start getting restless when I start talking about Travis. <laughs> I need Utopia to drop. Anyways. Um, Amen. Thugger Future. Amen. Off of last week's argument. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Thugger Future. Who's better? Yeah, who thinks better? I'm a Future fan, so I'm going to just say Future. You got to ride with him? Yeah. I'm going to say Thug. You know me, I'm a big versatility guy though. That's what I'm going with you. But what aspect is is he more there? Like the gap is close. Like the gap is definitely there. Like it's like close. It's, it's close. Okay, I was it like, close. this is what we're saying. Blown future out of the water. I was like, I ain't finna go that far. Because like there were days where like I'd be like, man, this motherfucker future is just like he that nigga, bruh. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, if I was in the music industry, I'd probably say Future just because, like, I feel like his work ethic is crazy, bro. Like, I tell the you, amount of man. shit that that nigga just does, like, it's just effortless. But, like, I feel like after, like, DS2, Whoa. I don't really feel like that nigga's really gave me, like, a solidified, like, solid project. Like, besides, like, a, like, uh, and this is for me, I'm saying that. I don't feel like he's giving me a solidified, solid project, bro. Like, after DS2, we got the shit with fucking... Let's, let, no, let's go. Let's I, look at it. I, 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 Pull, it Pull it up. Pull it up. Let's go on by album here. 
Give me the, give me the, give me the numbers. I'm just sidelining him. I think that's why everybody <laughs> I was like, bro, what? I don't know where you coming from. I just was gonna shut up till he made his argument. Tess. I mean, I'm not gonna back track on my words. So I don't give a damn. But uh, ride with it. Ride with it. All right, so we got one time to be alive, right? That's when both of the discography. Great project. It was, it was a project to live in the moment, though, right? How many times have you listened to What's Time to Be Alive? Be real. Don't, don't lie to me. The whole album? Yeah. Since 2016? I just listened to it periodically. But I mean... Zero times? Bad. I ain't gonna say Not, Purple not Rain. much. Purple Rain is... Now, I will say this. Purple Rain... Show me the cover up. Great project. Love that project. When I when I go back to listen to Future sometimes, I'll be like, damn, that was a really great project. There's a lot of projects that he's had where I'm like, damn, that was a great project. That shit got swept under the rug really quick. You, you know what I'm saying? Show me the cover art for that one. I don't know if I ever listened to that one to be honest with you. Oh, this, that one has uh, I'd be coding crazy. I'd be missing shit. I'm in love with my girlfriend. I'm in love Coding crazy. Coding crazy. Got my eyes. I may not have listened to it to be really. Yeah. There's some albums that I come back around to three months later, but there's some albums that I just don't. <laughs> like, did he drop Hendrix? No, he did. He dropped Future and Hendrix, right? Yeah, those back to back. And those are honestly in my top three of his albums. Like those, that that back to back right there was really good. Was oh, like, that was crazy. So then you go here. You got what a time to be alive. You got Purple Rain. This shit compared to everything, we like that album, Owen. But compared to everything else, we're being here, mm-hmm. like factual yeah. this was not shit. Yeah. This really? Not shit. Yeah, evil. I, st- I listened to that shit. Average, like, yeah, shit was not yeah, shit. It was, well, it was, too, it was so small of a project. It was it 13 nah, songs? Right. They did that shit as, a, as an Apple release. That's why they put it. That shit was yeah. small. Yeah. 12 songs. I rarely count that as an album, to be honest with you. Nah, he dropped it. I still like it. So he got that. He dropped two solid projects here. Then he dropped this shit. This was just like a, I got some shit with Thug out now. Then he did this shit. This shit was hit or miss. He's dropped so much he fucking dropped music. This shit. this shit was not good. I'm not going to lie to you. It has some good songs on there. It was not good. I ain't going to lie to you. His shit is so oversaturated to me. That's what I'm getting there for. He dropped this shit. It was decent. And I'm saying it's solid sick at best. There's some good songs in there, but it's not that good. He dropped this shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Very underrated project. But in the eyes of the music world... You could always pull two really good fucking songs. This shit, yeah, for me. I don't care about anybody. I'm speaking for me. This shit was decent. It was not that good. Yeah, that shit was not that good to me. This shit was not good at all. At all. At all. No. Niggas can tell me. Nah, that shit wasn't good for Uzi. That nigga was future was swashing nah, his ass the whole but like, tape. Nigga said, let me just go shit on him real quick. Now. <laughs> let me show him why I'm I big mean, it's the Pluto. same thing, bro. I'm um, big Pluto. Let's talk about everything oh, in 2015, okay? Hit. 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 Good hit. as fuck. Yeah. Hit, hit, hit. Your best album. Which he had some culturally important ones that came after that, but look how many albums. How many albums has came out since 2015? We're talking about a seven-year stretch here. Probably. In my mind, you should have no more than ten albums at most. So you said since one, when? Two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Ten is like 
I'm like, all right, bro, you're you're out there. Twelve. The streets is, needed that shit, bro. Oh, we're me. talking two albums a year, damn near two albums a year. So. That's a ridiculous. Yeah, that's just goes to his work ethic. I'm sorry, I'm, I wake up every morning and I go to the studio. Like that's just his routine. That's fine, bro. Go to the studio every day and give me four tens, you not were, twelve you were, sixes. You were trying to find yourself. Great shit, love it. Who's fucking classic? Oh, thug. Don't care what nobody says. Barter six. Fucking classic. Ridiculous. Yeah. You were trying to experience yourself, nigga. You were. You just got the DS. The motherfucker be yeah. yeah. This was a miss. This probably. I'm trying to tell you. Whiff. A miss. Niggas on the next one. Smash. Fucking classic. Ridiculous. It is a classic. Classic. Solid. I like that one. Classic. Fucking classic. Yeah. This is your miss. Yep. This is well. I'm not gonna. That's not his album. Yeah. This was a classic. Yep. Classic, but it's not your album. Classic. You think punk's a classic? It got under the rug. Yeah. Like it's under the rug. It's one of those albums that we look back on and we're like, damn. Niggas didn't even fuck with it any time. Produces album, we did not give it time. Yeah, no, let's listen to it right now. Mm-hmm. So it could be hit or miss right now. But uh, let's look at this, right? From his best album, he dropped one, two, three, which is a mixtape. So two, three, four, five, six. To the twelve album that this motherfucker future has dropped in 2015. Yeah. When did Barter 6 come out? Quality over quantity. Like I said, you go to the studio every day, give me four nines, not 12 sixes. I get where you're coming from, but it also just goes like, nigga, you gotta roll with it sometimes. He's been smashing hits though. Like, we just, niggas is gonna keep feeding off of even the the four, five, sixes, and sevens. He's had two, ten songs that have smashed the charts. I mean, we're talking like, like and this is why I said we had this debate about the races. If they had the races, I'm still gonna ride with Future. I mean, I, I would too. Be a wash, but that nigga got I feel like hit. more hits. Like, don't get me wrong, like, but like albums, Future. Like who would you ride with the wise, it's, it's hit or miss because I, I I don't really think he really he really didn't fucking you know hundred percent find himself artistically till it was too Bro, late. Like, that nigga started turning up with art with producers. He get on it and I'd be like, you that nigga, bruh. Like this one right here, is this one. He can't hold it for a whole album. That's the thing. Cap, don't say that. Relax. Not every time. Relax. This one right here. He does no. I don't care what nobody says. He does not have the bigger impact. Like his impact is not his impact on Atlanta is not as big as as uh, Thug's impact on Atlanta. Like what do we look to? What do we look to future for? We look for a future for misogynistic. Whenever the summer walkers and everybody's coming, they're like, "Oh, we need future to draw. We need this nigga to get us some shit to talk shit to bitches and talk shit about bitches." 
We're looking at Thug for music. For everything. We're looking at Thug What are you doing on this collab? Singing. What are you doing but with this to, guy? To, to rebuttal that, I don't feel like he really got into that until, for real, till so much, just so much fun, yeah. I feel like until no. then, I feel like until then, I feel like niggas was like enjoying Thug's music. They're like, oh yeah, he's influential, but niggas didn't really realize like how like he thumbprinted on the game till so much fun because he took that little break, which is what I'm saying. Like he didn't do what Future did, and he just was like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep putting it out. I don't so give a fuck. So much fun is a stretch. That motherfucker was doing that shit on beautiful Thugger girls. Well, I'm, I'm not denying he did. I'm saying it wasn't recognized though. People was not like, oh he yeah. Was. He was singing on a country song. Yeah, but I'm saying. For, are, you telling me, are you telling me from a motherfucker didn't get recognition for his versatility to two years ago? No, I'm saying I don't think people realize like how influential and how much he's actually changed the game until so much fun. I'm not saying he wasn't doing it. I'm not denying what he was able to do. I'm not denying anything that he's done until then. But I'm saying. We listened to this nigga Thug since 2012, 2011 when the nigga was doing the mixtape. We've heard the, the the music. We've heard the melodies change. We've heard what he's done. We we enjoyed the music from when the, the beautiful Thug girls come. I was like, oh damn, this nigga's doing completely different shit. Great, but on a hip hop standpoint, niggas was still trying to trip about how he was wearing a dress a year and a half before that. Niggas wasn't really giving him the actual respect in the ear that he deserved. I, I can't agree with you on that. But we could agree to disagree because even if you go to Slime Season Two, like that's probably his best arc. That's in my eyes. Yeah, no facts. I, that he's ever done. I still fuck with Slime Season Two. That album right there just shows you how that nigga was vocally everything. Like that, that was the best performance of that nigga. Then you go to everything else to like what was that? The Slime Season Three. Uh. Uh. uh Fucking uh, so much, so much fine. Like beautiful thug. There girl. was more. Like, there was more to show you. Like, no, this nigga thug is not just a one hit wonder nigga. Like yeah. this motherfucker is versatile. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And like motherfuckers get mad at me because like I understand and I feel like it's just recently she keeps been getting a lot of love. She yeah. Keith is not bigger than thug. I don't care what nobody says, bro. Like thug is a thug is a. Thug is a, a minion of Wayne. Mm-hmm. But Thug's influence is bigger than Chief's. But Chief Keith, don't get me wrong, Chief Keith had a big influence on us. But Chief Keith's influence isn't bigger than Soldier Boy's. Chief Keith's influence isn't bigger than Lil B's. Like, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of other people that. The Lil B one's debatable, but I say Soldier Boy, yeah, I can agree to that. But like, there's a bunch of other people that when we look at it, we're just like, fucking Chief Keith is that. What did Chief Keep influence to do? He just beat the drill wave to us. Yeah. The drill wave has died. And the drill wave ain't nobody really listening to Chicago like that. Motherfucker, G Herbo has to trap rap now. That nigga is not rapping. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the drill scene is moved elsewhere. It's not really in Chicago no more. I get where you're coming from with that. Because, nigga, it's I mean. New York. New York. Shit. Pop Smoke Niggas try to say quick. that Detroit has a drill scene. I don't think that's drill, but whatever. They got it. But I mean, I get where we're coming from. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, like, I just feel like there's a lot of people that we be giving but, flowers to that we have to, like, sometimes to get out of that safe talk, which I love having these stars people. I, Chief Keep is just not that no more. 
He's not that guy. Who's? I don't know, bro. He's I mean, like, he started. He came out sixteen years old, and he's twenty. He just turned twenty six, and he has not left. Be real, with me, okay? I'm gonna be real. I'm because I, I I live with you. I I, I see. Chief Keith has been in the game, right? Because Chief Keith has a name. Yeah. So has Soldier Boy. Okay. So has Ray J. Okay. So has Chris Brown. But no. I don't listen. I don't hear you listen to any Chris Brown music that's came out in the last couple years. Okay, we don't listen to Chris Brown music because he drops fucking forty songs on his album. No, no Chris Brown I... has certified hit music. What? Okay. Pause. In a summer song every single year, but we're making the we're making the argument now that Chief Keef is that nigga because he's been in the game since at a low tier since he was sixteen years old. But Chris Brown was making R&B music at 14 and is still in the game. Probably higher than Chief Keef. And we're making the argument that Chief Keef is that nigga because he was in the game at 16 and he dropped Love Sosa? Yeah, it's an argument worth having. I mean, you make a debate with Chris Brown, which in likeness... I mean, he makes more enjoyable music. He makes more favorable music. He makes he, more music for motherfuckers makes, that's... You can go to DSG and he, be like, Oh, I listen to this Chris Brown He makes song. more marketable music. Yeah. Chief Keef fan. I mean, you already know. I mean, you was a Chief Keef fan. Stan at one point. I understand, obviously. We grew up and shit. I'm not denying none of that. All I'm saying is, you making it sound like Chief Keef just like ain't shit. I'm just saying, 10 years in the game... You created your own sound, and you and he, shit, but he's not as like he's not that nigga that everybody like. We're like I, I feel like we look at it, we're like, damn, bro, this nigga that nigga, bro. Like goddamn, oh, you've been in the game for ten, motherfucker. When we hear about Chief Keef, you said Ray J. That nigga don't make music no more. That was a all right. So you want to argue? Make argue? Let's let's find somebody. Let's see. All right. right. Honestly. We can really just throw Soldier Boy up. That might find that motherfucking clap, clap, clap song. But stop, if I never lived with you, like if I don't, if I never lived with you, honestly, if I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, or if I lived in Los Angeles, or if I lived in New York, and I did not live with you in this house, I don't ever think I would ever listen to Chief Keef. I don't think I would ever at all. Outside of Chief Keef, if I was a, if a mainstream music fan, Chief Keef ain't in the radar no more. No, I listen to Love Sosa. The song that Chief Keef has had is Chrome Heart Tags with that nigga um, Lil Uzi. That's the last time I've heard a nigga play a, a song by Chief Keef and niggas was like, damn, nigga, Chief Keef Heart. But besides like the Junction City Wave or like the shit that niggas have had over Chief Keef over right now, I don't ever think I would ever listen to Chief Keef. I'm being dead ass serious with you. Because, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm going at your argument because, because you listen to him, because you listen to V's, because you listen to Babyface Ray. I'm going off the spectrum of the world right now. Okay, well, I mean, I'll, I get your debate, but you honestly making a bunch of different arguments now. You opened a bunch well, of like, different no, like, I'm So like, let's you, this back you, to the main you argument. You went off of the debate. Of Chief Keith being in the game since he was 16. Yeah. So. Samari. What is the debate? Is what I'm saying. What are you trying to get at? What is your argument? We're opened a bunch of different doors. That he's a legend, but he's not more influential than half the niggas that came out after him. How about that? That's my debate. Because I remember in the chat a couple weeks ago, you said that he was 
bigger than Thug. Yeah. I can stand on it. I mean, like I said... But you disagreed with me that he was Thug was bigger than him. No, I didn't. I said, I believe... Go back and record it. I never said that. I said, literally... I literally said said, he's been in the game for 10 years. I feel like this is why he's goaded in my opinion. Again, he made a sound that wasn't really traditional to where he was at. Made it to where it was globally known. Niggas was trying to hop on that shit. Technically still hopping on it, but in a different fashion now. It's not as prominent in where he's at, but I mean, shit... Ain't too many times a Chief Keef feature or song has come out and it's just like, nigga, this shit ass. It might not be as prominent for a long period of time. Young Thug does have a marketable name, but you making this, like I say, it's like you kind of downplaying it. What about Thug? What about Thug? We're we're going off Thug and Chief Keef right now. So Okay, but I wasn't, you saying what about Thug? Like I argued from, I wasn't, I ain't have no issue No, you said every time that, smart. Let me go look at it up right now. So I have to pull up the stats right now. I just don't get what your argument is. Like, you opened a bunch of different doors, and it's like, I don't even know what I'm trying to rebuttal at this point. Because I just was straightforward. You keep 26, right? Yeah. We've been listening. To, it is crazy. That shit is wild. How old is Chris Brown? Shit. Be yeah, as I say, about thirty. We've also now. been listening to him since middle school. Yeah, bro. Nigga, I was a kid listening to him as a kid. That's crazy. Like I, 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 I'm starting to. I'm, I'm honestly starting to get to myself that this nigga's just not the end all be all no more, bro. Chief Yeah, like his last album was really good. I have to give him that. But like, I just think that for niggas, that drill wave died, bro. Like I don't like. I'm, I'm looking at. My basically, basically, what I'm trying to say is. For a nigga like Chief Keith to be as big as he was, his drill wave should have been here now. Like he should have pushed that shit. I mean, and as, he, as, as influential, let me finish with as influential as he is, it should be here. Like the that drill wave should have never died. Motherfuckers or, was in a in a was in a in a house with baggy jeans, like going nuts. Like. I get what you're saying, but you but it hasn't died. It's just changed. Let me say, let me go right Or like, you have to adapt going for that. Yes, I'm saying. Like, and then the sound changes. We pro- we've preached that shit all the time on the show. He's changed his sound over years, and now it's a problem that he's not doing drill specific only. Like, but like that's that's being some that's like honestly you become because for me to say you're for me to say that you're this nigga that you're just this legendary ass nigga which. For the time, I think for the time, he was a legendary ass nigga. Like, honestly, his stick to me was D-Rose. You had your year, you had your time, and after that, it's just like, we love you. And you haven't been bad. You really haven't been bad. You've been putting up 15, 20 a game. Like, you're still nice, but you're not anywhere near as good as you used to be. Like, the time that you came out. Yeah. I mean, it's also a a shifting culture. Like, the time that that shit... Thug came out 2014, technically, really popped out. I mean, he was doing underground shit with Gucci Mane no, before that, but Stoner, that lead single that started his career, came out 2014. If that's what you're going to go for. Which was a huge, I, I give it, that was a huge impact on the culture. I'll tell you that, niggas was on that. Niggas was at the hookah bar when hookah came out. Pat Meadle Hookah. That shit was crazy too. He put out some fire ass singles when he first came out, but. uh, What was that fucking other one? 
What are you talking about? Live life, life. Oh, um, my life so with him. In. He was 22, right? Who? Thug. Thug. Damn. When his biggest song came out. When he first started, he was 19. He's 30. He's 30 something now. He's 32, 30, yeah. 33. Something like that? 30. 30. He's 30. He's advanced and has stayed in the trap. Okay. Chief Keef hasn't? Chief Keef advanced as a producer. But he, just, he doesn't have a trap bassy sound? With all the no, Chief, Chief Keef is trapped now. Right, so what is... He tries to go back to drill here and there. He's trapped. So what I'm saying to you is... If Young Thug is, if you're trying to say that he's more influential, Young Thug, Chief Keith should have never went completely dry. He should have stayed, he should have stayed in the drill scene and brought that bitch up. Because you had the people like Dirk, you had, I mean, all the biggest niggas that are coming up now, besides Dirk, like, Dirk's in the in-between stage, but like, did he have supporting stars coming up in that drill scene with him? Oh, 100%. yeah. You think so? G Herbo, Lil Baby, uh, Pack. Like, he had Pat, he had the all star. Fucking. Because that would be Mondo number nine. Now, fucking. Or, like, they're all going over here. They're all going to the trap scene. And then niggas is going to be like, oh, no. Like, he had Atlanta. Like, no. Motherfucker, Thug is doing the shit. And maybe because Cody's to Drake, he's singing this shit now. But that motherfucker has changed. The shit is changed. I mean, they honestly very similar in, in this whole debate that we've been having. But you sitting here trying to say that they've both been, they grew up in the music industry, changed their sound multiple different times. They've overcome a plethora of different fucking unmarketable things that they've done. Chief Keefe's, you would know. You say, when would you say Chief Keefe was, when would you say Thug, Thug, Thug's best album to you? What was his best album? Slime Season 2, which was a mixtape. All right, bet. But What's Chief Keef's? Chief Keef's best album? Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn, that's tough. Probably. I mean, it could, you could debate his first album, but I so, would probably just say. Chief Keef has four studio albums, four EPs, 28 singles, and 38 mixtapes. Yeah. Damn. Since Chief Keef's been out. When Jazzy Jeff and the real niggas was in the certification and they was picking, you know how many fucking plots he has to show for? Actually, no plots. He has no plots whatsoever. Finally Rich is not plot. Damn. He has two golds. Finally Rich is gold and Bang 3 is gold. Now, let's go to Young Thug from when he wasn't a marketable name. But just from... You gonna get me on the argument, but I mean, shit. Chief Keith was in and out of the prison on some bullshit. Platinum and gold. Like, it is what it is. And at that time, drill was not and fucking popping. Trap has been popping since this came out. T Shane, Duke, even Justin Bieber. 24 golds and platinums. So every nigga that came up with him. God bought and go. Every nigga that was with Chief and that he was influential about and all the niggas that was with him, nothing. But the niggas is dead or in jail. jail. Like, it's a baby, different scene. Baby, baby, fucking little baby. <laughs> I get it. Has he, more plaques than this nigga. 
not his name though. It's yes, because he does. It's because he had artists that he signed. It wasn't because he was actually making the music. Come on now. He signed Juice Row, which ended up being one of the most streamed artists to ever live. Even to this day, and he's passed away. Two I, years now, three years? Two. Like not even two. Come on now. Um every free crack to free crack three. Gold. Okay. Is that Chief Keith was the most influential nigga in Chicago and has two goals to show for him being 16. This nigga is 26 now. He's the most influential nigga in the world. What the fuck are we talking about? You talking about awards and we're talking about influential in the actual oh, music. If he you're making the completely bro, different like If he was days. influential, this nigga would have never left his sound. He would have completely stayed on his sound. I'm going back to my argument. He would have stayed on his sound and this nigga would be alive and well today. Not in your car speakers, but in every car speakers. To the average white man like him that loves rap music and to niggas in Georgia, to niggas in New York, to niggas in LA, to niggas in Las Vegas, to the nigga in Houston that listens to fucking fat Pat and fucking Travis Scott, he would be alive and well today just like he was in 2013. For the argument that you are trying to make that Chief Keith is more influential than Young Thug, Jeffrey Lamar Williams. Evil in government. That's crazy. Okay. And again, the same thing, bro. When it comes to this influential shit in music, you gotta speak on the music. Cool, you pulled up the stats so on the Mark. aspect of fucking. Hold on, hold on. on Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Outside of finally rich, what fucking album does he have that's influential better than Thug? Be real with me. I want so help me God, not on your bias. Be real with me. I mean, personally, I would say Bang Three, Shit for the Culture, put out a couple Shit singles. For the culture, huh? I mean, niggas started trying to do that same shit again. You put out Finito, you know how I many niggas went on the freestyle that shit? Like, it was just getting the old Chief Keef, young Chief Keef with this new popping trappy that we haven't seen before Chief Keef. Now you trying to, like, deny the shit. We was on that, bro. Chief Keef goaded, bro. I mean, I feel like he's still on that top tier list. I mean, I've... I get where you're coming from with the fucking the argument of he should have more plaques to show for that shit. Yeah, but I mean, shit, a juvenile kid. This thing should have way more statistics. Yeah, never should have never left his sound if he's the most influential nigga. I mean, you say you can make the debate for young thugs though. Niggas try to copy him. I'm gonna tell you the albums and tell me what nigga try to copy him. Okay, that year to Pimp a Butterfly come out. Did he try to copy Chief Keef? No. Alright. Uh, that year, Summertime 06 came out. Did you try to copy Chief Keith? No, they were on there. On if you're reading this, it's too late. Did you try to copy Chief Keith? No, Shay. Surf, the, experiment, the social experiment. No. Shroom Life. <laughs> Debatable. Shroom Life. Debatable. It has some Mike Will inspiration, and he worked with Mike Will, so, I mean, it's debatable. Alright, whatever. I'll give you that one, I guess. At Los Angeles. Mm, nah, not DS2. So no. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Nah. Dark Sky Paradise. Mm. Dreams worth more than money. That's neat. Nah. Rodeo. Mm. 
Back before the dollars. Before the money. Nah. What a time to be alive. Mm-mm. King Push. Mm, nah. Yeah, it's cocaine rap. Barter Six. Debatable. But, I mean... <laughs> the, the facial expressions in the room are fantastic right now. First of all, I'm going to interject for a sec. Here's your... Uh, uh, me, you want to keep going? All right, keep going. Barter Six. Debatable. So, Mark, where in that album is it drilled? It's not necessarily about it being drill. Smart. Or we are talking about All right, bro. Cool. No, no, you got it. Cool. No, keep going, bro. You made your point. The you album about point. nothing. You made your point. The you album made your about point. nothing. You made your point. The album about nothing. You made your point. So no, get it. Get it. Incredible true story by Logic. Where did he try to do drill in there? <laughs> you don't open bro, can of worms. You yes, bro. Shadow of doubt. Freddie Gibbs. Come on now. Most of the artists that you already said literally have their own sound. So it's it's irregular. I want you to show me. I want you to show me. So in that same year, Thug dropped Barter 6. How many niggas tried to be like Thug in 2015? Was niggas behind the doors holding his fucking dick naked? What a red light flash! That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. That's not what I'm asking you about. That's not what I'm asking you about. That's not what I'm asking you though. I'm not asking you that. I'm not asking you. I never said that. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. This nigga gay, but this nigga hard as shit. You go booty. Never said that shit. I love content. I never even said that. You going off the wheels. Listen to what I asked you. Content. Out of those people that you just said, how many of them try to be like Thug? Out of that same list. Same Smart. year. Same We're year, not same talking year. about that shit. You said niggas was trying to be like Chief Keith 2015, bang three. Well, I never said niggas was trying to be you like pulled Thug out a, that you year. Pulled out, you pulled out. I never list. said like niggas was trying to be like Thug that year. But you can't make the same, we said, the same thing. I never said niggas was trying to be like right. Thug that year. Okay. Did I say niggas was trying to be like Thug going? I mean, be real. I mean, you don't have to say it if they're influential. Did I niggas say trying niggas to be like trying to be like Thug time. that year? No. You, you said niggas was trying to be like Chief Key and steal that flow yes. when he dropped Bang 3. Yes. So that's what we are on. But bang you literally three, pulled out a list of niggas who put... We are, are on Bang 3 Those were all niggas that were... We are on Bang 3 2015. Okay? The rest of the catalog, please. The documentary part two. The game. I know who made it. Like the, the that argument is over. These are all no. commercial success niggas. Ooh, we talking right. underground. No, 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 like, no, no, that's no, what no. influential is, nigga. You can't necessarily be making your own sound and then Mac trying to go back and. rapper, good AM, Mac Miller. Were there were there no. drill beats in there and shit like that, my nigga? Like we had a Chief Mr. Key Wonderful? feature on that. Like what? Mr. Wonderful, Action Bronson. No. But again, it's G-Eazy out here making drill music, Samari? It's G-Eazy. It speaks for itself. Literally made music for niggas. Was G-Eazy out here talking fucking... about? Yeah. <laughs> was he out here making drill music, Samari? You literally not even, like, the argument that's being made now is not even, like, Man, it don't even make was, sense, was, bro. My nigga, was Public Image uh, dropping albums in 2015 making music like this no, nigga? Oh, Shay. Again, no. But the arguments you're making don't make sense. You're going to pull out a, how, how a bunch of niggas. 
You're oh, gonna pull up a bunch oh, of niggas that oh, have made commercial success that have their own sound. That niggas that dropped the year of 2015 were trying to be like Chief Keef whenever he dropped. I did say that, and I will stand on it. But again, I said uh, you didn't even let me specify that was, shit, and I was literally talking underground. I wasn't even talking about no commercial. And you're right. I didn't say that. I didn't ask you about it. I said 2015. You're correct. So let's go. I couldn't even get to that part of being underground because nigga just went on the whole spill about, yep, we're going to go to 2015 and pull out everything that's came out the same year. Knowing that each nigga that you pretty much said has had their own collective sound, that's why they have their own fan base and their own commercial success. You're a music junkie, right? Can I? Self-proclaimed, I would like to say yes. All right, underground that year. Joey Badass, he was underground. Was that all? Mm, no, it was not. Okay. So, Sean Price, was that album? No. Okay. Uh, Joe, Joe Say Chilla, he would be underground that time. He was not that big. Come on now. Would he be? No, no. Would he, would Come he, on now. Was that Bang 3? Come was on. Ghostface, bruh, for real. Samari, was that album, was that album no. Bang 3? That yeah. don't even make sense to even try to compare, bruh. Yeah, for it. Yachty, was that, was that Bang 3? Was that, was that? No, he's on some melodic shit. Okay, Uzi. Nah, he's Twenty One Savage's first album came out that year. Was was that was that? It's bassy, it's trappy, and that that trap. nigga that nigga came it out on some. It was trap. It was trap. All right, you got it, bro. <laughs> Little Uzi's album with Gucci Man. This content is amazing. <laughs> that was what? I mean, you gonna say it's trap? So keep pushing. I know what it is. You don't gotta type. I know what you're talking about. No, I don't think. Cause you just tried to tell me that that shit was. I'm familiar. It's basically it's trappy like. It's literally they mix two sounds together. Like Which Gucci's done plenty of work with Chief Keith. So Just play sound nothing like that song. The last song and that one sound similar. I'm not gonna lie to you. The same intro. These are trap beats. Samari, you yes. are a fucking musician now. You need to learn chord progression. These are nothing alike. It literally sounds the, the intro of that song sounds like the other intro of the other song. I don't give a fuck about the intro. I'm oh. talking about the song. Oh, cool. Alright, make me continue, bruh. <clears throat> Thomas, you 35-year-old white man. Linda, you 26 hipster that love rap music. 
Lil John John, you want to be rapping ass nigga that's 19 years old that live with your mama. I want you to DM me right now and tell me if these songs sound the same. Because if it is, start the poll. I will fucking quit my radio job tomorrow. Saturday. Because I must not know music. Okay. I love this shit. Anyways, next topic. Let's keep pushing. We already ate up. No! Sensational. This, this argument, I, feel I don't like know at this point. It's just, Sensational. This shit's ridiculous. Content-wise, we're on fire right now. You hear that drum? Yeah, you can't talk to me about it, because I don't know this shit. And that's why I've been quiet. <laughs> You're the snare in the other one, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't get it, bro. So, I my only thing sitting on the outside looking in, because like I said, I'm nowhere near learned enough. I mean, niggas was really trying to be like Chief Keith in 2015. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just blasting this by this shit, bro. I love you so much, Samari Sanchez. But the, the Juice World shit was one thing. This shit is a different thing, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up facts in front of you, and you're telling me this shit is the same, bro. I mean, the intro to the song sounded similar. I didn't say bro, give a fuck song. about the intro. Who said the song? Who got it? But the, I literally said the intro, and you stuck on it. I just made one comment, bro. It's not that deep. Niggas was really trying to be like Chief Keith and fucking. Niggas was really trying to be like this nigga Chief Keith, bro. Niggas was trying to be like Chief Keith rapping like this. Oh, it's my one. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh my god, bro. You want to be literal about it? No, this nigga this, this nigga that. But I'm going at your argument. Okay. I'm going with the facts and niggas is like, nigga said, nigga said, look, this nigga Jordan got more rings. Anybody pull up Bill Russell Riggs and niggas like, I mean, they the same to me. I mean, they look, I mean, he copying nigga whole flow for real. For I mean, real. the original argument already got done. We went on the caveat on some other shit. Nigga, no, I need you to, I need you to pull up some facts, bro. Like the original know, argument bro. that you made was dead. The first thing you originally said was it Young Thug more influential with the Chief Keep. Cool. And I, I gave my and I gave my debate. The only thing that you counted me out on is me saying that Chief Keef was more influential or was still being copied in 2015, which I said that no negotiably thinking that oh well my brother and me we both know music this nigga was around me he was a fan at the time of course I'm talking underground I'm not talking about the Joey Badass the ASAP Rockies the Kendrick you just try to tell me Ghostface Killer was underground he's been out since 1994 what are you talking about come on now I mean, this nigga want to bring the argument on. Let's keep going, then. Fuck. Like, it just don't make no sense. Oh, I'm fucking nigga Ghostface. This nigga. Where the fuck does this sound like fucking Chief Keith? Mumbling and shit. Literally with something that really was prominent with Chief The music. The beat. Yes, it's a trap beat, Shay. We know it's a trap beat. I already denied that it was a trap beat. Nigga. You are telling me six different fucking things. How? That's what you don't understand. How am 
about to turn you. You are telling me the fucking mumbling and shit, nigga. How the fuck every fucking nigga since fucking I don't fucking know when has been rapping and mumbling on beats, drinking lean and sipping syrup. You know who the fuck started that? Little fucking Wayne. Okay. Not Chief Keith. I never. What I'm trying to explain to you is. Chief Keith is not influencing nobody in 2015 when Bang 3 came out and this album was such a fucking miracle album. All of a sudden, fucking noses more, the fucking art, the fucking Red Sea party. You gotta show me something. Pull your phone out. Make your argument, your case, because I pulled out three. Go face killer. Alright, bet. Push them back. I just pulled out the 2016 freshman class. Of niggas who came out the year before who made a blow up. 21 Savage, Lil Uzi, Kodak Black, I mean Anderson Pack, Lil fucking Dicky. What nigga on that class was trying to fucking copy this nigga, Samari? Please tell me. I need to know right now. 6 weeks, 12. Please tell me. Please tell me. What nigga was trying to copy that nigga 2015 on that class underground? I mean, they all was inspired by Chief Keef. We keep it in the Who was making music like They all Chief were making Keef. their own individual sound. Hence the reason why they got to the XXL. Nobody said... Nobody said these niggas wasn't individual. Oh my God. All I said is niggas was trying to copy. Did he not cool. say niggas was but making said, music like that? Please be real. <laughs> Did he not say niggas was making music like Bang 3? I said niggas was chopping Chief Keef in 2015. The reason why I said Bang 3 is because that's what came out. Like that album. He was influenced by that album for sure. I can't 100% attest to you. I mean, there's a lot of information that's being thrown around this room right now at high volume. But I would agree with you more than not. <laughs> like, bro, W confident. That's all I gotta say about it. Like I said, the only thing that I could interject into this, and this is going way back to where we started at, would be that trap music had more heavy hitters to start than drill, drill did. Would be, yeah. and again, I am nowhere near. Intelligent, like I have not, I'm not studied on this topic at all. Drilling that would be the really only the thing since that time era, anyways. I mean, that shit shifted. The next nigga that really caught the torch was that nigga. For the, real, so, which is still on Chief Keef for not pushing his sound more, but I, I would say that Thug had a small upper hand, but I do agree with I mean, Shay that he went off and experimented another sound before his sound was truly solidified. Yeah. So that's where I, mean, I like the way you said that because I would say, I mean, I don't know what when the drill shit with the shit that he was doing to living that lifestyle and in and out of prison and shit that youth that age group that he was in at that time wasn't really possible. Niggas was like, Yeah, we can't be pushing this shit out like that, but he kept, you know, what I'm saying, held his ricks or whatever, switched his sound, and it was like, All right, bro, we can get behind this because this nigga's not doing the nut shit no more. He moved out of the city and shit, so. Well, I don't know, because it's weird, because, like, you see a guy like Kodak Black that's going in and out of jail, and he's not a fucking s- a Yeah, but, I mean, it. the sound that he he created for himself is just different. The way that he came out was different. Came off of, came out on a couple singles, and they made, like, project-worthy mixtapes. Like, we could say, like, Institution could be, like, an album, but it's a mixtape. Like, that's how good that pro- collectible was. 
I mean, Project Baby. I mean, album worthy shit right here. You know what I'm saying? He knew how to do it cover to cover instead of just doing hit by hit and then making a mixtape. Like, all right, cool, fuck it. Like, this is album worthy shit we getting. Shit, Kodak been doing that shit since he was 14, 15. That shit crazy too. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, how you? Where are we at now? How you feeling? What you? Uh, <laughs> We lost the space still. I tell you, I enjoyed with what just happened. I was very much into the space just then. I love him to death. <laughs> you, I talking about like like he's not here in the I room love with him you. To death, but sometimes he's just cool with <laughs> I think he just gets in this abyss where he has to defend the niggas that he likes, and it's okay. I was a bigger chief keeper than he was at one point. But we have to just sit here and face the facts. And sometimes AI is just not better than that nigga, bro. Or LeBron's just not better than that nigga, bro. Or James Harden is never going to be a top three player of all time, bro. And it's okay to say that. It's okay. But sometimes we just have to bite the bullet sometimes. Be real. We both know music. Sometimes it hurts. I can tell you off the strip of that shit. Gucci man's Gucci man's influence is way bigger than Thugs. Really? Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah. That, that ain't I can tell question. you. In the street of Atlanta. Yeah, bro. T.I. is a bigger rapper than Gucci. Yeah. I can look you in your eye and tell you. Nobody in that whole entire Atlanta is going to be bigger than Outkast. Yeah. I can tell you that. But in this argument, we have to sit here and be real. Doug has something, bro. Doug has something. Yeah, I was never denying that. I get you. Chief and Tato is never going to amount to Thug, Gunna, Wheezy, the empire of YSL. Glow Gang will never amount to the shit that's going on in YSL. I mean, they just do it not nearly as proficient. I agree. I mean, I agree. I agree. I agree I'm with that. I'm talking about shit. I mean, but look at the shit like that I they said, do. The main shit that they really got, but that's the argument. The main shit they really getting off so, of is. I mean, at the end of the day, that's my little brother. I, I mean, they still, fights, they still promote shit. But I mean, if we being real, they promote shit off of music. They do like collab shit with like you know like the V Loan or the all shit or like the OVO you, shit, but like them niggas ain't them niggas ain't doing what YSL doing. They made it like you said like an empire. They really made it from like to be a label. These niggas are still like bro. We just live in this big ass mansion. These game we fuck on hoes and do drugs together. It's cool. Like whatever. I'm not saying that's necessarily. The, but that's what you have to. But say. I mean, I I do get where you. I mean, you got to separate the shit. Yeah, for sure. I'm not. But I mean, it shit, that's on. Like, but then at the same time, that's on them, though. Past hype. We can't live on my past hype. And I think we had this conversation last week when we talked about shit. We can't, we can't live on the hype. Like, I, I have these conversations in sports all the time with Owen. I can't, I always ask him, like, you think, you think D-Rose can go to the Hall of Fame? But we can't live on the past hype of him and Todd Gurley and what they could have been. What have look you, at the now of what they are. What have you done for me lately? I mean... Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, it's it's a problem that we have society-wise, because I mean, shit, we can make the debate 
a thousand for with, with older with over with over artists. I'm talking like older artists, like you know what I'm saying. Like some people still try and say that the Beatles are the greatest band ever alive. I'd be I'd be the one that argue like I feel like they make alternative music. They don't really make rap. Oh, uh, not rap, but uh, rock. You know what I'm saying? They had their hits, but. I mean, I feel like they was the first people to really tap into that boundary because they made a sound that's everlasting. It's the same. But I mean, that's some. It's the same. Well, they have the awards. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not denying that shit. I mean, they've had success. I'm just saying, personally, on a music aspect, I feel like they made alternative music before niggas knew what you it can't, was. You yeah, know what you can't be the greatest rock. rock band of all time when you make alternative. music. Yeah, like I'm to say. there's other. Just strictly rock bands that have come out. We can't ever talk about the times back then because the well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like niggas are making a debate now. Like they'll be like, oh, I heard this the other day. I had this discussion with them. Music is also different than sports, obviously, because as much as like what have you done for me recently? You can't coast off your past accomplishments. Like as long as you're putting out relative stuff that's close to what you're doing before you can kind of like if you put out a 10 and then you follow it with like three eights like you're still up there you know what i'm saying like whereas if but or you if you're like society wise like a nigga like me and samari can listen to this i need that shit to reach a nigga like you mm-hmm. listen what without you being my friend about yeah. what what are you talking about listen wise like Listen to what? No, I'm saying listen to what? What was the, the like, example? I, I, I love to say oh, okay. Which part? This last one? Yeah. You have to, like, you can live off your older stuff a little bit as long as you're making stuff that's relatively close to what it was. So if you come out with a 10, and then you make, like, I mean, even, even if you drop to a 6, too, though. and then a 5, and but then I mean, come back to a 9. Time, nigga, you can get somebody that's stapled in the game, like... I don't know Swiss Beats Nigga was making Crazy ass shit Before now Like recently He's gotten like, back on it But it's what like What I'm trying to say is No I get what you're coming from I'm just like saying Jay-Z. I mean, Yeah Like Jay Z's old as fuck Yeah like, but it's Jay Z's on a song But yeah, hype But it's it commands hype. respect That's also on the pill That we know music And it's also A, 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 but a debate to have it's also I'm talking about from his perspective. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not us. We're not talking about yeah. it. Y'all are we're different. Yeah, that's, that's, different. What, that's what I'm saying. Like some niggas Except, be more are accepting of artists or listen to that type of shit because of their outside success and they know what they're doing. Even with me not so. liking the nigga, bro, a nigga like him, and even if he was black, hear Eminem on a song and got more petitions of listening to it doing a nigga like Chief Keefe. No, no, I'm. Okay, now I get where you coming from. I wasn't even trying to say that. I was just saying, like, like Jay-Z, you said, I'm saying, from his perspective, he might not listen to Jay-Z or grew up around that shit like we did. Cool. But I'm saying a lot of people are more accepting to want to listen to him because of their commercial success outside of music. And, they that, know, and that's, that's basically what I was trying to say before. Cheap, cheap commercial success would have helped him. Yeah, exactly. And that's why... his influence as well. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that was what I was trying to get out in the debate when you were talking about, nah, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, this is the EU sound. I was like, nah, but where I was coming from was different. Like, you got to look at the shit that was going on around us. But said, I didn't specify. And that's what I mean. You said that niggas in the underground were trying to be like him, but the niggas in the underground... Yes, they, some of them niggas... Well, were how do you... We're talking about influence. Like, how do you influence people to, like, hop into your sound and everything? You make a shit ton of money. What do people want at the end of the day? I want to make a shit ton of money. Well, like, so, yeah, who I mean, am I, who am I, mean, I most like? I get where you're coming from, but there's still, there's still margin of error. Where it's just like, like, he, he was right to be music biased and the fact that 
It don't matter the commercial success you got. If you're not pulling in these these motherfucking residuals, that's the reason why he got he had to start his own label because he knew he wasn't gonna be profitable because he was in and out of jail. Go ahead. He couldn't be under the circumstances. Of I mean, who are you? Who are you more likely to follow? The dude that makes like seven out of ten music that makes three million dollars a year, or the guy that makes ten out of ten music but makes a million a year? Like, motherfucker, like that's a big ass fucking difference. Like, you your that, commercial that, success that, can that, bring influence. Behind closed doors, besides just like the record deals, and like the, we never know how much money this nigga has. Nah, yeah. sales. Behind closed doors, this nigga can be a lot more richer than this nigga. Yeah. We never know. I mean, a lot sales of can also generate goes into what they're doing outside of that shit too. Yeah, I get that. Like, like stocks and shit. I, I think crazy. you get a, I think you get a certain bonus for every platinum. Like, a, you get like as well. it's like an incentive. But kind of like how they do like yards and shit. Who are you more likely to work for? The motherfucker that's making a shit ton of money. If the or, music is reaching, like, I, like no, I'll but always that, this, I'll always have this. Com- I'll always have this argument. If the music is reaching the folks, that's the thing. Chiefs Keys music has never reached the folks. It's reached the hood community and the this niggas that like Chief. Two or three singles have hit. Right? Two or three singles have hit. But this commercial success of it has never hit. Nah. This nigga dropped Toll Out of Red. You think it'd be platinum now. Yeah. It just went gold last Not year. Or, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's Versus this year. nigga who drops an album and, and it was diamond within three weeks of it doing it. Yeah. He went gold like the first week and a half or some shit, cause him and him and Cole had dropped the same day. I remember that the last day of the month. Him, yeah, he went gold because yeah, congratulations, yeah. rock star. I mean, all the songs on there has been yeah. hit. As far as like this nigga who drops an album and then it takes a couple months, but the music is there. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that, I mean it's subjective. I mean, and that's another thing I was trying to get you to. I mean, see me out through on the argument. Like, a lot of shit now that we listen to, like, is subjective to what's going on, too. But the music is going to last. Like you just said earlier, punk. I feel like, I mean, I fuck with it still. It's in my rotation still. But like you said, I'm not listening to it yet. Right now, right, right, this instant. But, like, shit, come summertime, you might, nigga, I might scroll across through this. And it's still going to be good quality shit. It ain't like, damn. I'm gonna scroll through this shit, listen to a couple singles, and then whatever this situation. I like, I think that shit. That's what they like. That's the one like. That shit's crazy. I feel like Chief Keith is he's he's a unanimously a goat for the time that he came out. He's a unanimously a goat for the 2013 to 2015. I think his his wave died in 2014. And the thing about it is, well, yeah, niggas was really dying over that shit though, like. Do you feel like he's a legend, he's an icon, and all those things that you just said because of his music or because of what just he was, what he was doing outside? What he ki- no, no, not even outside. I'm talking as a conglomerate as a whole, like the interviews he was doing, the the way that Love Sosa did, yeah, like outside. Love Sosa kicked, and it kicked my speakers back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Like so I was, can tell you that I was listening was to that back Sosa. in the day. Benito, there was like, yeah, I was like, there's shit. three singers that hit my speakers. So like, interviews, sitting there talking about some Hardy, three hundred, like, that like, shit was it. That like was it wasn't the music. I feel nah, like they I got him there. Love him as a person. Yeah, I it was he coming from with that. And he was young, yeah. so maybe that has something to do with it. But when you get older, I think you have to turn heads to people like Yachty, who yeah, niggas yeah, that came yeah, in yeah. And had had adversity, but now it's like. This nigga's doing the game. But he's making his he's own still sound. still making the game. But he, that that goes to also, like you said, with it being like people get inspired. Like, you said, you try to, 
pivot on him making his own sound, which was the drill shit, and then staying on it, it should but still see, be here. At that time, I think I think it's more socially acceptable over the boundaries of. 2016 that class with the mumble rap and shit like that and niggas getting over and actually like okay let me listen to what this is let me listen to these chords let me listen to what this beat is let me listen to who's actually rapping on it then it was niggas nigga you gotta think like come on bro you 2013 to 15 bro niggas was rapping niggas was trying to pay rent niggas was trying to pay bills nigga you had this nigga come on and beat and give ad libs and was really still trying to go crazy rap wave right where influence wasn't over the rap wave the influence was over us as kids yeah as middle schoolers. And yeah, you I had to be coming from Like, niggas, like, don't get me wrong, niggas was in their car talking about some, this shit fire as fuck. Not but at the same time, 2013, 15, you had niggas like Joe, you had Joey, you had Ashton, That's what I'm saying, niggas was really, my feet. niggas was really, niggas nah, like that was a little bit earlier. But just but yeah, stuff I like that, like, niggas was in that rapping stage. That's what I'm saying, saying, niggas was really trying to rap, like, that nigga really, let him go, don't get shit. I think your D Rose comparison was pretty fucking on the money, if I'm being hundred percent with you. The Chief Keith and Derek Rose like is oh year two years year two years like motherfucker this guy might be the greatest we've ever seen. Yeah, and then shit. it trailed, and it's not that he's bad. Now, like you said, the last project was good. It's really good. You have to give him his props there, but it's not fucking Love Soso or Finito or anything. Because he had a song, and the song was the, the the bonus song. It was the bonus song that went on TikTok. It did its thing, but to somebody like okay, to somebody you know, I don't know how to taste that. You talking about his but, last album? Yeah, picking Big Sean up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song. I got in the car with Sam, and he was playing that album, right? I listened to the album by myself, and besides me listening to myself, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, it's time to test the water now. That was my goal, too. I was like, let me see if a nigga down here is listening to this shit or fucking with the shit at all, and let me see how big his impact is still is. And I didn't bring it up at all. I think we went to go get dinner. It was the day I, had that, the day I went to that... Um, then I went to that Steelers game when I, when I was going there, the bar. And I was talking to my friends, and they were like, damn, bro, y'all see all that new music, that nigga gun offended dropping all this shit, da 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 da. I was like, yeah, bro, that shit for me crazy. And I told them, I was like, y'all seen that nigga Chief Keith dropping? And they was like, huh? And I was like, that's all the argument I need. Yeah. His impact was there. Niggas still Motherfuckers know the name. That nigga The ears me. perked up. They was they like, huh? Know, but then it was like, I didn't know that nigga was dropping. Yeah. I mean, shit, I ain't, I ain't gonna cap. Like, coming into this new album, I don't really think anybody knew he was dropping because he posted the shit Monday and then dropped Friday. Like, it was hella no rollout, no, like, nigga really just like, here, bro, take this. I'm not saying that's an excuse, but traditionally now well, we, we see every album's teased. No, no, I give it coming. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I give it coming from, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there were snippets out, but I'm saying, like, it was just like, damn, bro, this nigga really popped out. Like, I, I wasn't expecting to get no shit from Chief Keef until this year. I told, I remember talking to Mitri and you about that shit when we had went out there the last, well, the last time before, last before Christmas break, before you had left. I was like, yeah, bro, like, I, I probably see him drop around, like, my birthday, like, springtime, because, nigga, it'd be hot, it'd be cool going to the summer, maybe do some features. That's usually the Chief Keef wave. That's what he's been on, like, two, three years now. But then he randomly popped out, and I was like, Thanks. I mean, I fuck with yeah, but I get But you have to like, like he don't do that shit the right way. I agree. That that profitability is kind of like ass. It, it, 
It he makes more money off his. It, it does. It does. It chips him. And a nigga like this nigga, yeah. the most sociable market, if I told him that Chief Keep was dropping or something like that, this nigga was perked up for the weekend dropping the week that he did. And the nigga was like, I'm dropping an album this week. Yeah, just randomly. like. And we was like, damn, nigga. All right, you're dropping an album this week. Yeah. Fuck it. But then we heard that this nigga was dropping on a Monday, and niggas was like, man? Yeah. Fuck this nigga think he is. Fuck this ain't fucking 2013 no more. Yeah. Just drop whatever you want. We got fucking Ken Carson and Cardi now. Yeah. The fuck is this shit? But I came back and you were listening to it and I was like, and I really like, I want you to understand. I, I solidified my fucking research right there. So I was like, unless you're into that shit, yeah. The the the, the hope that he has, it might be so honest, honestly. The hope that he had on us at that point was there. Shit, the hope that he had was like you on Baby Tron. It had you for a minute. And then once that bitch went, it went. Shit. Actually, that Music has changed. But that shit kind of asked too, though, like, to... I'm not, I'm not... Yeah. That's kind of asked, though, too, like, that that shit be happening in music nowadays. Because you think about, like... It is a coastal, like, not a coastal, but, like, a cultural thing based on, like, the norm of where you're in, like, you know, Georgia being in the Bible Belt or whatever, like, being on the West Coast is more, like, hippie-ish, whatever the fuck, and you know what I'm saying, you got your Texas, you know, whatever, Detroit, whatever, you go to these different areas, and it's like, bro, like, if you just, it'd be different if niggas would come into music nowadays and be like, you know what, I don't necessarily know, but I will listen to it a couple times, niggas be like, first Beat drop, then and then and nope, nope, I don't fuck with that shit ass. Yeah. And that should really be cursing the rest of what music is because. But it hurts, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, should be ass. it helps Yachty because Yachty was open to it. Oh, yeah, no, facts, 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 facts. Chief Keith was in the middle of fighting for his own life. It was either you stay drill or you try to jump on his trap shit. He tried to jump on the trap shit, right? I mean, I think he executed decently. Which it did. Yeah. You did it. But what? Yachty's like, I'm in the trap wave. I'm in the bubblegum trap wave. I'm making my own sound. Yeah. I'm in the trap wave. Now I'm with these Michigan niggas who are nothing like the trap wave. Yeah. At all. And I'm pushing these niggas up. Yeah. Yachty's resume is going to help him out now. Yeah. Because now I mean, we, we talked about like, this a couple times. Yeah. This nigga did three different yeah. phases. This nigga hit Cleveland, Miami, and LA now. There, there goes that still that crowning moment that we talked about also, like that. Question mark is with this movement and the influential that he's having on these artists in like in rap right now, is it going to expire into them fucking sales? Because they be holding that man. I mean, we talked about that shit too. I mean, it'll come. I think it'll come. I think a lot. Of, I well, think honestly, it goes back to it goes back to Owens. It goes back to Owens' argument of like numbers being in yeah. you know, be all as well. But yeah. at the same time, Chief, I, I just I, I can't. I never, I never went against this argument because I love Chief Keith, but I have to sit here and put the fact and be like, bro, you don't help yourself. Yeah, facts, and that's why, like, a lot of a lot of that that debate was just like, nigga, I'm not even gonna try to say shit because I mean, he shot himself in the foot, but from what I can dissect and tell you, based off of like music type shit, it's like that shit, that shit, that shit just he fucked himself in unfortunate events, bro. You. I, he, bro, nigga just basically got off of life, not life support, but, uh, what's it called? Arrest? House arrest. Oh, basically, yeah. like, a year and a half ago, technically speaking. 
Cause I mean, they let him out, and then he just fucked up again, got caught up with some, you know, some gas and a whip, and then you know, a little sticky on him, and then it was like, ah, we'll do this for another twelve months, fourteen months, and then you gotta do some services and shit. It's like, what the fuck? But I mean, you can't, you can't do nothing about that in that instance. I mean, I'm a fan, but nigga, you just fucking your own brand, your own music up. Doug didn't do that shit. Nigga took off when he got out. Nigga said it himself. Like, I got out the hood and I stayed out the hood. I wasn't trying to go back. Chief Keith didn't really move out the hood out of, to L.A. until what? 2017? I think this generation around there is also a lot smarter than I think, too. But oh, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. No, oh, man. It's a crazy-ass segment. Yeah, for everybody that's talking about nigga, I don't talk enough. There you go. There we go. Merry Christmas. Back to next week. Yeah. I will be here for next week's episode. Yeah, me too. Regardless I'll just of me saying back. I won't be here. Like, I'll be gone afterwards, but I will be here for next week's episode. So then, catch the Owen Show, catch the Mansion, yeah. catch the BDL Boys, catch the Bullpen Bros, catch What Stream, catch One of One, mm-hmm. catch all the content, follow the TikTok. Follow Owen at Owen underscore Burke. Follow Samari at Rarefy Footage. Follow me at Arshay, A-U-H-S-A-J-Y. That's all I got for you. Let's go. Oh, my fucking...